Hey guys, it's Ashley here with your spoiler warning for today's episode of the Well-Read Dames podcast. We are about to discuss A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. And so if you haven't read it yet, or at least watched the show, just fair warning, we're going to talk about everything regarding plot, characters, and if you don't want it ruined for yourself, please stop this podcast now and either watch the show or read the book before listening ahead. Thanks so much, you guys. Bye. Welcome to this episode of the Well Read Dames podcast, you guys. I am Ashley. I'm Alicia. I'm Susie. And we are here today to talk about Deborah Harkness's book, A Discovery of Witches. Woohoo! Yay. And I've watched the show. <laughs> Me too. I'm so mad that I haven't watched it yet. Susie. I didn't know we were doing that. I'm sorry. But I've read all the books, and you've only read the first one. That is correct. So, Ooh, super burned. I, I read, I mean listened to. <laughs> listened to somebody else read. But I really want to see the show. You should. Because yeah. I think I would like it better. So we are going to get into not only the first, only the first book this episode, because I have not read the second or third yet, but we're going to talk about the first book, and I'm going to talk with Alicia mostly about um, the differences between the show and the book, which we'll get into that. I'm going to table it for right now. Um, and then Susie's going to watch the show and I'm she's going to love it. it. Um, and then we're going to do the next two books over our next two podcast episodes. Yep. So awesome. we're going to do, the next one is called The Book of Shadow. No, book is of Life. No, no, that's the third one. Then what's this the is Shadow one? of Night. Shadow of Night, yeah. Shadow oh, of Night. okay. Sorry, I'm on, like, chapter five. Yeah. And then we'll read The Book of Life. I kind of hated that one, so I forgot the name. No, I don't like it so far. Oh, no. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll save that I can't that remember because I haven't – I need to reread the second one, but mm. I don't think I hated it per se. So but why I wish we'd all read it so I can be – Yeah. Well, we will get there, and I'm so sorry, time. but – for me, it's the whole, like, things, like, the last two books have blurred together. Yeah. It's been a while, so. Also, I didn't make notes. Oops. Uh-oh. Um, but we'll get through I, this together. I will get through it, you guys. We I will. figured there's, like, not as much plot-wise as the Quarter Thorns and Roses series Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. It's much, I basically did, like, a summary on the phone with Alicia earlier today when she was like, did you make notes? And I was like, no, bitch, because this is what happens in this book. Boom, 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 done. And she was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> So we're just going to wing this one, and it's going to be hopefully a good time. I hope so. Uh, do we have oh, any housekeeping items? Mm, I can't think of well, any. Well, it was your birthday, oh, and Alicia yeah. got you, like, some oh. bomb-ass ACOTR yeah, stuff. I got you some really good stuff. I did. I got, like, a recent candle and, like... It smells really good. It does smell so it smells good. smells like a handsome dude. It mm. smells like we want him to smell. <laughs> yep. Um, I got, like, an amazing art print of Favor and recent that's going to go in my art collection that I need to actually take down this totally normal-looking map. I wanted to call it hideous, but it's totally fine. It's just bland. It's not your style. It's no, not No, I think it will look much better with all of your other artwork up there. Yes. It just doesn't fit in my, my little cove that I have going on right now um and so I've got a lot of other artwork and I'm going to put it up and it's going to be awesome and I'll take pictures and I'll post them you should um and then also I got like an amazing shirt that I wear around and I don't care if anyone understands the quote so it's pretty it's great I love book stuff it's Yay. the best so thank you so much Alicia and You're welcome. now I'm older but it's okay um <laughs> I always forget you're younger than me because just by a little bit I just think that like 
we're the like I think you're more mature and like you have things together more than I do. <laughs> so when I saw Cold that you were turning laughter. 35, and I was like, I've already been 35. You're 35. <laughs> I don't even think I knew that. As of how February, we're the same age. <laughs> well, I'm you did older turn 35. Than you. Ashley, that means I'm 32. Oh no! I know. I can do I that keep math. trying to forget it. I, also, <laughs> I think that's what it is for me. Here's my trick for y'all struggling with birthdays. This is yeah. what I do. And this is why I mess it up every time. So I start imagining like two months out, right? So like April, mostly after Alicia's birthday. Oh my gosh, I do this too. Do you do this too? Yeah, you just start imagining. It got me in trouble when I was flying home from (laughs) Disney on my, I was turning 25. Silly little baby me was so worried about turning 25. I was 24, but I was trying to get used to it. And I convinced myself I was 25. So at security going on to the airplane, I did not know how old I was. (laughs) Anyway, continue your story. No, but that's exactly it. So you basically like two months out, basically for me, you got to like have a point. Mine is Alicia's birthday. And she's three years younger than me. Yep. So when she turns a year older, I mentally turn a year older at the same time. Yep. And so, like, suddenly starting in April, I'm 35 and, like, that's it. Or, like, yeah. whatever your age is, it works. Um, here's where you screw it up. Because I will eventually convince myself before my birthday that I am 35. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have my birthday come up. And then I think I'm turning 36. Sorry, we had to pause there for a moment. We're back. But basically, <laughs> I convince myself and then I'm 36. And then I generally freak out, and I have to, like, subtract the year from 1984 to see what year I'm actually turning. That's hilarious. Yeah. Because I get so confused about how old I am. Yeah. Because I've, like, now convinced myself I'm three different ages. I'm, like, the age I am, the age I'm about to turn, and the age I'm turning next year. And I'm just, like, confused (laughs) about, and I'm freaked out about all of it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I'll just stay 34, but I don't think that's my option. Uh, but yeah, Susan, we were just talking about this, is only, like, basically three months older than me. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I had convinced myself I was half a year older than her the other day, and then I, like, freaked out for some reason. Oh, I, remember I, remember one point. I don't know if it was on this podcast, it might have been. Maybe. But, like, because I also think, like, for a while, like, a while, I mean the last 20 years of our friendship, I was like, <laughs> Susie's six months older than me, and I don't know why I thought that, because, like... June minus February isn't six, but that's cool. Um, well, because I'm, like, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And, and you're mid-year. I'm, mm-hmm. like, in the middle, sense. like, pre-summer year. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, but I'm right. So I referenced your birthday as being 1983. <laughs> and you were, like, no. I was born in 1984, bitch. And I, was like, and I was, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because age is confusing. It time is. is a construct. Let's not get hung up on it. Yeah. Um, Speaking of birthdays, but though. But I turned older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Put uh, one to two years. Right. <laughs> so speaking of birthdays, I don't know if he'll listen to it, but Justin's birthday is on Ooh. the 30th. Oh, gosh. He will be joining yes. us as 35. So it's Yay. four days away, guys. Thank you. I keep texting him I'm so days. excited. Yeah. Like, Six days ago, I texted him 10 days because <laughs> Justin is only, to make clear, Justin is our friend. He was on uh, the Simon versus the Homo Sapien Agenda mm-hmm. podcast with us. He's like our bestie. We love him so much. Love him. Um, we've like all lived with him in some capacity, basically. Not me. <laughs> Except for Susie, technically. <laughs> but um, he he's 24 days younger than me. So since we turned 21... I'm old for 24 days, and he makes fun of me and sends me old people jokes (laughs) for 24 days, 
And I basically just sent him a countdown to his impending doom, nice. which is turning older. Because he freaks out more than all of us about yeah. getting older. Like, I'm just, just like, so weird. I'm just like, we made it, bitch. And he's like, don't even remind me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, another revolution around the sun, you guys. Um, <laughs> but it's good stuff. So, yes, happy early birthday, Justin. Also, Yay. Stranger Things, July 4th. I cannot wait. July 4th. So excited. At least U.S. Netflix and hopefully the world. Hopefully. Um, celebrate our Independence Day by taking off Thursday and Friday and just watching Stranger Things Season 3. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Hell so yeah. Um, forget fireworks and hot dogs. I'm going to Hawkins, Indiana. So let's get into the book, you guys. Yay! Yay! Let's do it. So like I said before, I didn't take notes, so we got to kind of wing this one. Yeah. Um, but it, I feel like it's kind of a really simple story. Um, <laughs> no offense at all to the <laughs> anyone that likes it or the author or anything. It's a good yeah. story. Um, but plot-wise, I feel like compared at least to the last three books that we read, or four, mm-hmm. not three, mm-hmm. uh, it's not very crazy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so we start with Diana Bishop, who was our main character, um, who I like. She is very frustrating at points, yeah. but I like her a lot. Um, and Matthew Claremont. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to him. He's our sexy love interest that Susie has a lot of issues with. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and so, but we meet Diana. She's um, she's doing a fellowship in Oxford. Um, she is a historian. She studies, specializes in studying alchemy, um, which is the process. Like the history of alchemy. The history of alchemy, right? Which was the kind of earliest scientific physics in the first place where they basically try to turn lead into gold but it was more complicated than that but that's what I think of and everyone else does too so she's doing all this research and she's studying like all the like alchemy symbols and what they mean and making her notes and she's preparing she's working on a whole presentation that she has to give in October Mm -hmm. which is like a month away or so and she's got I think she has classes because she has students coming in like yeah. a month or so, the students are going to be back. Yeah. So she's got this like perfect window right now where there's really no one on campus and she can just like drill down and do her work. Mm-hmm. And so that's really, she lives like a pretty solitary life. She's super athletic. Yeah. Does a lot of rowing. So much rowing and running. And running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll like get up and run to the rowing place and then row and then run more. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading this book, and I'm like, I can't make myself do, like, a 30-minute workout in my living room. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I was, like, mad at her because she found it so easy to work out. Yeah. And it is such a struggle for me. Um, but good for her. You know, she has, like, a lot of anxiety, though, that we learned. She's, mm-hmm. like, just personal anxiety. And that's kind of how she counters it is by, like, athleticism, which is a really good counterpoint when you have anxiety in general. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, But there's more to it. Because Diana Bishop is a witch. What? But here's where it's frustrating. She doesn't want to be a witch. Yeah. Does anyone want to talk to this point? Um, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, so when she was seven years old, her parents were pretty brutally murdered. <laughs> like, not pretty. They were brutally murdered. Like, in a gross way. Yeah. Um. And pretty much since then, she kind of cut off ties, not from her whole family, like her aunt and her aunt's lover. (laughs) They raised her. Um, 
I guess aunt and aunt, they raised her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just didn't really have interest in magic. She just, like, didn't really care anymore, and she didn't want to be a part of the world. I think because she associated her parents' death with magic, mm-hmm. even though she thought they were just regular murdered at well, that point. She, yeah. she believes that they were killed by humans. That's right. That, and Thought they were witches. And that they thing. were persecuted for being witches. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that she's like afraid of humans, basically. And she yeah. doesn't view magic as like worth the risk. Like, yeah. it's just easier to be human than it is to be a witch. Yeah. It's easier to blend in than it is to stand out. They're supposed to blend in anyway. So she like just doesn't, she never learned magic, mm-hmm. which that was frustrating to me and like a world lover of Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if at any point you were like, you're a witch, I would have been like, woo, yes. yes, here we go. Yeah. It's all starting now, you know? Yep. <laughs> I would have been like, let's learn spells and potions and shit. I wouldn't have been like, I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, but so she's like willfully ignorant on purpose and it drives her aunts crazy it drives other people because she won't join in a coven. Yeah. Like, there's coven members in Oxford where she lives. They And we start off on the fall solstice, solstice um, or it's an equinox, sorry. It's an equinox, yeah. The yeah. fall equinox, which is, uh, is it Mabone or Mabone, Ma- Ma- I think. Uh, yeah. It's M-A-B-O-N. Look it up. It's all over Pinterest. Um, <laughs> but it's like the fall equinox. And um, she's they invite her to... The kind of ritual stuff, and she she just doesn't want any part of it, which is like I feel like that's understandable. Like if at that young age, that would be very scary, and I could see to an extent some people, you know, overcome it, and some people shy away. Um, there's more to her character about that we'll get to later anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, more of a reason. Also, but... I feel like the coven members, on top of just wanting her to join anyway, her parents were very powerful witches. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's even more of a, like, well, she should be powerful. We want her in our coven kind of thing. And I think that's, like, another deterrent for her. She's like, mm, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to yeah. study these manuscripts and be a human and not do that. And, yeah. But so it's a very be- frustrating part, At the part, beginning, though. as much as she's supposed to, she should theoretically, you know, be super powerful. Because her parents both came from, like, really established family lines of like powerful witches mm-hmm. um she doesn't show any witch aptitude she's crapless spell work yep. you know anytime that she's tried she's not been able to really do anything mm-hmm. and the only time she gets her magic to work is basically in an emergency mm-hmm. <laughs> or when she doesn't realize she's doing it yeah or by accident yeah so let's get into the ashmore book 782 782 yep. yes so she is um, just calling regular books. Like I said, she's alchemy historian. So she has a list of books that she goes in and she requests every day. And then she reviews as far as she gets through those books and then returns them. She can't take the books out of the library, mm-hmm. which I thought that that was weird. But given these types of books, that no, makes perfect sense. That's yeah. how at the historical society, that's how we were. Oh, really? You could, we weren't a lending library. You have no. to keep it there. Have to keep it there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, give me one moment, y'all. Also, um, in this moment, in the books, they call it Maybon, M-A-B-O-N. That's how they oh, say it. Maybon. That makes sense. That's that- why I was like, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but they talk about Maybon. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, where we were a moment before. So, Diana has called, a, like, a stack of books, right? And one of these books is called The Ashmore Ashmole 782. It has an R in it in the book. No, it doesn't. Whatever. Well, 
I'm I'm adding it up. It's Ash and then Mole. They call it Ash Mole 782 <laughs> because yeah. he always says it with his his accent. Yeah. Ash Mole 782. Yeah, there's no oh, It's a very different accent than it. Well, I think it's supposed to be French, but I can't do any <laughs> accent. <laughs> oh. No comment there. Anyway. But the British is better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, the Ash Mill 782. There you are. <laughs> um, so, she calls this book. She doesn't think anything about it. It comes, and she can't open the cover at first. And it's, like, stuck. So, she puts her hand on it. She's like, this happens with old books. And she puts her hand on it. Well, and I think she, like, it feels weird. Mm-hmm. She, like, has, like, a weird, like, ugh, this is magic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. She doesn't like it. She puts her hand on it, and then magically it just opens. And, like, shudders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's great. It's very dramatic in the show. So, yeah. the book opens, um, and she realizes that three pages, at least three pages are ripped out. Mm-hmm. Um, or have been cut with a razor. I shouldn't say ripped out, but cut out with a razor. And then the first page, she notices that it's... Do you know the term? Because I don't remember. I didn't write it down. What term? About... For what well, the type of magic it is. It's the well, type. the first page actually has, like, two inscriptions. One from Ashmole, the author. Mm-hmm. And then another one is written in pencil. And it, like, has, like, an inscription on which I can't remember what it says. And something then she that flipped it and no has to be written later. Yeah, something has to be written like someone which is like horrifying to a historian to have someone yeah, that just decided to write in this book like probably like the last hundred years. Um because that second note is written in pencil. Yeah. Yeah. I did say that. You did not. I did say ahead. it. She did. Whatever. <laughs> but also there's like words that he uses. Yes. I mean we know it's a guy at this point. But yes. whatever. If you've read this, you know who wrote it. Yeah. Anywho. But anyway. Um but yeah, Anywho. so I'm trying to think of what the word is, but basically I don't remember. there are Oh, what is that word? Anyway, so basically you can see there's like it's a paper that has been previously written on and oh, then palin- palindrome palimpsest pal- palimpsest palimpsest yeah palimpsest yes so it's it's spelled basically so that there's letters written either under the other font that, that you can read with magic yeah so mm-hmm. if you are human looking at this book it would just look like a regular book mm-hmm. but if you have magic like you're a witch you have the ability of reading the other spells written underneath the page mm-hmm. that are hidden right and she sees them they're like moving kind of like shimmery mm-hmm. and this is the first time she made me mad this whole book because she thinks about the fact that she could use her ability theoretically to read what's inscribed and then she thinks no that would be cheating i want to review this like a human would review it so she decides that she's not going to use any magic yeah. And she's just, you know, she doesn't want to further, and I understand, not wanting to further her research with unfair advantages over a human historian. Yeah. But at the same time, I look at it as this is an advantage that I as a human don't have. I would right. never know that it's a palimpsest. So what does it actually say that I can't read and that yeah. you could read and then you could write down your little historian notes and then I don't know how you're going to verify that research, but maybe it will lead to something <laughs> that you can verify, yeah. you know? about alchemy i don't know it's yeah. you know as a human i don't really care about alchemy in general but i was like how about you use your ability and just read what it says but she doesn't so instead she gets like freaked out by the book or something she's like i have everything i need or whatever and she just closes the book mm-hmm. and then she goes to lunch i think and just sends the book back yeah and then as she's leaving like 
the room contracts or something mm-hmm. and like snaps back into place and she's like well that's weird yeah. right like something magical <laughs> occurs when the yeah. book goes back and she's like la di da di da who yeah. cares whatever yeah um and i think is it it's not is it that day or is it the next day that matthew shows up i think, I think it's, it's the, the next, next day, day. Mm-hmm. i do too so she's back at the library the next day and she wants a book. And I don't remember if she drops it or she reaches for it. But she it's uses... Up it's up above. It's up above. So she uses magic. I couldn't remember if that was just in the show or not. But mm-hmm. she uses magic kind of on accident to get the book down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Matthew sees her. And Matthew, she immediately recognizes across the room as a vampire. Mm-hmm. And freaks out. Because witches. So, like, in this book series, there's witches, uh, vampires, and demons. Mm-hmm. And... A witch can tell when someone's looking at them. Like, when it's just a, um, like, a vampire, they have, like, this cold, icy, like, feeling, like, kind of yeah. staring into them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when a demon looks at them, they feel, like, this weird, like, wet, like, like kiss. kiss on their face or whatever, which yeah. is kind of gross. Gross. And I can't remember when they can, how it is with the witches. It's something. Like warmth, maybe? Maybe remember. warmth or something. But, yeah, so it's, like, a familiarity they can distinguish when some other creature besides human yeah. is looking at them. Yeah, so she knows, like... And she's like, oh, crap, because she's not really had any experience or, like, really come across vampires too much yeah. um, in her life, which is interesting. Um, so she's just like, mm, here I am in this library, which is pretty much deserted at this point, and some vampires, yeah. like, clearly staring at me. Andy which witnessed me use magic, which we're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Crap, you know. But, like, why would a vampire even care? <laughs> I don't think they really yeah. would. But I think she's more, like, unnerved, like, because she doesn't know this, much about them. This not level. She set this standard for herself that she uses. What did she say? She's like, I've only used magic like five times this year, and that's mm-hmm. a lot for me. Right. And it's like, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like your aunts have used magic five times by the time they've made coffee. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> they use it like on their regular life and just like hide it when they're around the human. Yeah. You know. So she's kind of just in her own head about it. Yeah. But basically, 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 (laughs) Matthew introduces himself to her and says he's an admirer of her work Mm -hmm. and he knows all about her books that she's written Mm -hmm. and her study of alchemy. And I don't remember, like, he gives her his business card and he's a professor at Oxford as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Although he doesn't teach classes. We'll get into that. She totally stalks him later. Yeah. Um, But he, like... I, he doesn't even ask her about the book, I don't think. But he just, like, introduces himself and is like, maybe I'll see you around sometime. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, terrified and, like, runs away. Obviously, because he's a vampire and she's like, he's going to eat me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which also I feel like she should know probably won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but in the middle of the library. Yeah. yeah. Probably not. Um, but she's very unnerved. Mm-hmm. That's a good word for it. Uh, so should I just kind of skip through the next bits or whatever? Yeah. Not too much happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, lots of... Well, Ash, my Lashley's dying. Yes. Um, lots of demons, witches, and vampires just start to pop up. And it's like, why the fuck are all these demons, witches, and vampires here? Mm-hmm. And she thinks it's because of Matthew. Right. Mm-hmm. For Matthew's some reason. Yeah. yeah. He's there he's every there. day. Yeah. Well, and at first he's like sitting in her section. Yeah. And she's freaked out. But then he starts sitting away from her. Yeah. And then not always even acknowledging her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's convinced that all these other creatures, as they're called, 
including witches, right. are there because Matthew has arrived. Right. Like, he showed up and then they're here. <laughs> Which they're not really supposed to, like, hang out to, together too much in groups because apparently, like, they stand out a lot once they're amongst mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Like, separately, humans can't really tell too much, but when they start to group, it's like they become apparently, like, they're different. Right. And so, like, it's becoming a little bit of a problem <laughs> because, like, a lot of people are showing up. This is this is a point I can't say too much about the end, but oh, no. I'm just going to try to put this. One of the things that bothers me about this series is how – how bad it's seen for the species to intermingle, but it happens so often. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, they're like, but Diana and Matthew, they're the devil. They can't be together. But, like, <laughs> all the other groups of you that are friends and do yoga, and I mean, that's cool. We're not going to interfere in that. Like, this is one of those things where it's like, if it's such a big deal for two people to be together, mm-hmm. a vampire and a witch, why doesn't the congregation, what are they called? The yeah. group. Why don't they, like, come in and be like, hey, guys, we shouldn't be doing this. But, in fact, they're, like, there with them. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, we want to see this book, so we're all just going to sit here and stare at you. Mm -hmm. When really you're breaking your own covenant rule, really. But, anyway, that's just, this is the first thing that kind of bugs me. It's like, but is it, I don't know. I mean, people are definitely going to do what they want to do and, like, break the rules until they get caught. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what that is. They're but all, like, like half of the putting their own there. personal needs. Yeah. Well, I guess just one. Peter Knox. He's such a dick. But also, you know, they talk about other people, like, having friendships. It's really and, – and they and Matthew even says, like, no one's enforced this rule. It's like a thousand-year-old yeah. rule that no one enforces it's at all. It's a big deal. Not a big deal at all. But we'll kind of get into that more. Yeah. But yeah. right away, like, Matthew eventually kind of – clues her in as to what's up because he's stalking her full on at this point yeah he's like been he in her room breaks in her apartment while she's sleeping <laughs> creepy yeah. um he watches her sleep and sees her kind of like shimmer while she's sleeping and knows that that's a sign of like strong magic mm-hmm. and he's super drawn to her um but he's just trying to ignore that and so he like does all this research on her and he knows that she doesn't fully understand like he immediately knows that she doesn't fully understand her power yeah um but so he starts like stalking her as she's rowing and stalking her as she's running and then he and his assistant it seems miriam Mm -hmm. who is so cold in the books but in the show i like i like um, her in the show yeah she's there all the time and if matthew's not there miriam is there and miriam goes to lunch with her and Mm -hmm. matthew's finally like hey do you notice all these other creatures in the library that last week was completely deserted aside from you and like two people you know (laughs) and she's like what do you mean and he's like they're all here because of you and that book you know so he clues her in but she's like once again doesn't want any part of it doesn't believe him and even like this wit this witch that she doesn't know tries to like enter her mind Mm -hmm. um like tries to invade her mind and Matthew, like, shields her. This is the one area I don't mind Matthew being protective. Oh, yeah. Because he like he's super protective of her because yeah. she's at risk of all these other creatures. And not only is she not aware of it, but she's, like, willfully ignoring it. Yeah. You know? Someone keeps trying to break into her apartment. Like, there's yeah. all these signs of a break-in in her apartment. And she just is ignoring them. Yeah. She's like, oh, my lock is scratched suddenly. Like, yeah. <laughs> How do you think that happened, Diana? You know? Right. And her yeah. aunts keep calling her because her one aunt is like, 
has premonitions mm-hmm. and her aunts keep telling her that she's in danger and she's like no I'm not I'm just reading a book and they yell at her, <laughs> and they yell at her because she found a magical object and instead of trying to understand it like she's supposed to she just willfully sent it back yeah totally unaware of, of what she has done basically mm-hmm. and so they don't understand the book's significance but they understand her mistake and so she but she's just like I don't want to hear it from you guys I'm not going to answer any of your phone calls now because you've upset me <laughs> and yeah. so she's super even though she's supposed to like 33 or something she's super immature in this way it does seem immature and young yeah and yeah. she's just like i don't want to deal with it and if i hear no evil and i see no evil there is no evil you know yeah. <laughs> so um then she starts kind of hanging out with matthew but it's kind of like i just want to kind of like fast forward this part of their relationship because it's the first part of the book is just their relationship like that's it like mm-hmm. this book storyline is just kind of in the background mm-hmm. she's kind of getting stalked <laughs> yes. by matthew and by others yeah. You know, by witches within this coven, this witch, uh, Jillian, mm-hmm. who kind of was a friend that she knew, um, is now suddenly following her around and kind of starts threatening her yeah. about not sharing information with her fellow witches. And she doesn't have the information to share. Well, and I think in that same conversation, she mentions her parents, right? Yeah. yeah. And that they were killed by witches, not by humans. Yeah. Yes. And I I don't know if we if she mentions Peter Knox at that point or not. No, maybe not. He's already been in the. I think. But she doesn't know who Peter Knox is. She just knows that he's a witch. That and and so that's a good point. So she goes. She gets invited to like some dinner. Yeah. Um. By another colleague, like a let's just say a director of whatever program that she's in or whatever. Yeah. And and in the in the show they mean it more like a like a party with several people. In the book it really just feels like like in the office meeting. Yeah. It was just in like the three of them. Yeah. And he's like me, my colleague who is a master of the occult. And it's, like, Peter Knox. And she, like, wants to get the F out of there immediately. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, we have much to talk about, Diana. He's the one that tried to get into her head earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. Very aggressive. Super aggressive. Yeah. And also, kind of in the background, where she does know Peter Knox's name from when she gets introduced, is there have been all these mysterious deaths around, mm-hmm. like, London. Mm-hmm. And they're calling them, like, the vampire killings. Because everyone is exsanguinated, yeah. which is when you have no blood. Mm-hmm. And so people are getting freaked out because that's not a normal way to die. Um, but Matthew tells her that it is a sign of vampires trying to create new vampires and failing. Mm-hmm. So this is like failed sirens, he calls them. And so he kind of starts to get into his kind of research that he's been doing. Because she has stalked his all over the place research by this point online yeah trying to figure out who he is and why what he wants with her you know and he does like genetic dna research and Mm -hmm. he's convinced that the creatures are dying off Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. vampires are weak they can't make new vampires witches are weaker than their old witch counterparts they can't do as many spells and magic Mm -hmm. and i don't really know what the f the demons i feel like demons are so poorly constructed in this book (laughs) they don't really have anything special i mean what their their thing is is that they're very like like, eccentric yeah creative can be highly intelligent but they're just like kind of weirdos in a way yeah but they don't like live longer they don't have powers like sometimes they have visions yeah some have visions some have things like that but they're not this was my second problem with the book (laughs) i like i I tried to explain to my husband what the demons did and i was like i don't know she said they they can either run the gamut from like serial killers to like creative genius but basically i think their problem that matthew's studying is madness yeah because i think Mm -hmm. madness is becoming like a prevailing trait where it shouldn't be for them and that's kind of 
affecting them. Mm-hmm. But also, demons can be born to humans yeah. as yeah. well. No, it's, not they yeah. are. You're born human yeah. and then you become demon. Or some are witches and then they become demon. Yeah. And some are born to demons. Yeah, some are born to demons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so mm-hmm. that's, like, we don't even understand There's, like, how this the weird in-between, yeah. kind of, you know, where they have something extra, but, like, it's not special. So they're kind of looked down a little bit compared by yeah. witches and vampires because, let's face it, there's not much to contribute. Yeah. They're, like, a rung above humans. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And they're salty about it. Um, <laughs> Understandably so. Yeah. But at the same time, they can't do magic and they're not immortal, so it's, like, right. whatever. Um, and so... We learn more about, like, this book through what Matthew is wanting to find. Because basically every creature, be it witch, vampire, demon, believes that this book that she just sent back to the stacks has the, it's called the Book of Life, Mm -hmm. which I did not know because they don't refer to that in the book. Mm -hmm. But then in the show, they just keep calling it the Book of Life. And I was like, that explains the third book title. Um, (laughs) But everyone believes that this book has the secrets to, like, their creation. Like, witches believe that it has... The spells, all of the original witch spells, like a grimoire, including mm-hmm. right, uh, including the ones to create vampires, because witches think that they created vampires, and then if they have this book, that they can end vampires. And I don't know why you would want to do that, yeah. but that's they think that they can do that. Yeah. Prejudice. Uh, yeah, I think they want to be like top dog, and they feel like mm-hmm. vampires are top dog because they're immortal. Yeah. Um, and vampires are terrified of the witches getting this book. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And also Matthew specifically wants to know why are vampires like how did they come to be and what's yeah. their purpose you know and the demons just also kind of want the book um i think yeah. to figure out like what their whole deal is what their yeah. whole place in the world is which i get that like if you just kind of don't really know why you are the way you are and all that yeah. i get that question and maybe that gives you answers maybe it doesn't yeah. i don't know why i am the way i am and that's not like a magic book to tell me yeah <laughs> i also uh, this just this might come more in later. I just don't know why they thought that. Especially given, like, what I know at the end. I don't know. I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> well, no spoilers for future books. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this really escalates. It starts to escalate. Like I said, people have already been breaking into her apartment. And it really goes off the top when I believe it's Jillian that places the photographs, like, sneaks photographs in color of her parents' graphic ritualistic murder yeah like their bowels are sitting next to them mm-hmm. on the yeah. floor it's super oh. gross like they tried yeah. to cut out whatever magic was in them basically mm-hmm. is the idea but of course it was also staged to look like it was done by humans but diana's already been told in no uncertain terms that witches killed her parents now yeah. which is a whole other news flash so she comes back to her apartment and finds these photographs dropped off like after a quasi date with matthew right yes yeah mm-hmm. and luckily matthew was there because she goes freaking banana pants yeah and i think that's when she calls the witch wind no is that when she does witch wind or i don't no? i think i don't know it's not in the show but the show is not how it was in the book yeah, the show kind of changed things a bit. I don't remember. The show changed a lot when it came to her actually um, using the witch wind and the witch fire and the witch water. It changed all that in the show. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Because yeah. I liked how the witch water happened. Anyway, I don't remember what happens at this point, but I'm sure something happened. Yeah, I think it was this point where everything starts spinning around her and she kind of lost control. Yeah, it but might either have way, she yeah. full on freaks out. Witch yeah. wind or no. And Matthew calms her down and then basically gives her a sedative. Mm-hmm. And at this point, by the way, we skipped a point when he explains his genetic research to her. Also, we meet his son, Marcus. 
mm-hmm. who is younger than Matthew, but he started him like hundreds of years ago. He's yeah. a vampire and he's a doctor. But he treats him as his lab assistant. Yes. And I don't even think he tells her he's his son until like the end later. Of the book. You find yeah. well, yeah, you like, find by out. By the way, later. you've met my other family. It's Marcus. It's mm-hmm. Marcus. Okay. We love Marcus. Yeah. I, like- I love book Marcus and show Marcus, but yes. they're very different Marcuses. Really? They are. Mm-hmm. They change Marcus a lot. But I like it. But either way. Is he at least still like kinda laid back? Yes. And chill? He's okay. super he's more and I think okay. And I think here, and this isn't a spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched the show at all, uh, but we know in the book that Marcus, when he was first turned, kind of went wild mm-hmm. in New Orleans. And Matthew yeah. had to kind of step in mm-hmm. with Julia at that time and shut Marcus's shit down and, like, make some deals and shake some hands and pass yeah. some money to get his son out of trouble. Yeah. So he basically had to pay, play rich parent yeah. and come in and clean up Marcus's mess. Mm-hmm. And then Marcus has kind of been on, like, probationary behavior since like 200 years ago yeah and it's now, it's now they don't get into any of that at all in the show no nope. really it no, does not happen like in the book marcus is very composed mm-hmm. he's very he seems very like he'll probably come up later signed i don't know maybe but in the show it's opposite he's very immature like he's already a doctor he doesn't work in the lab he does he work gets, in the lab. He gets in nope. He gets in trouble for oh, trying to right. turn his friend who that's doesn't. Right. The very first episode, he tries to turn his friend that gets hit by a car. No. Sorry, and then he can't. Marcus can't sire another vampire, which is um, different from the book. Yeah, this is. doesn't at all happen in the book, but it's yeah. just kind of more backstory. But I think they change Marcus's backstory to explain it. So basically, Matthew pulls Marcus up from like slash hospital slash interviews with the police mm-hmm. about why his friend was not only hit by a car but now has a gash in his neck that looks like a bite mark when all these ritualistic vampire killings are happening around yeah and um matthew like yells at him and then is like now you work in the lab (laughs) quick question are they gonna do the whole series of the show yeah there are season two i think is already out no it's not out uh it just not for us it's like not out in the, the UK. UK either, according to the article that I read well, today. I thought that um, nope. our friend said that she was already watching season two. She lied. Maybe yeah. it's about to come out then. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I definitely looked at it today, and they're saying maybe September of 2019. Mm. So it's not out. Because I thought that you said you were recording it, and then I couldn't find it on On Demand. And so then I spent like definitely like 15 minutes trying to find season two today and then reading articles <laughs> about it. And it's not even out in the UK yet. I just have mine set to record gotcha. so that whenever it makes its appearance to BBC... I'm ready. Yeah. It's going to go to AMC. I was just curious. I have it recorded through BMC. But yeah. Okay. Uh, what were you going to say, Suze? I was just curious because it kind of affects things later, but I guess not that big of a deal. So. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how that will be because I've only read book one. Yeah. But I liked what they did with Marcus's character in the show, but I felt like they made him seem more young and immature. Yeah. One, to kind of fit like the father-son dynamic, like yeah. the screw-up son dynamic. Yeah. Um, which in the book he's kind of outgrown that. I was gonna say he didn't. Yeah, he didn't really screw up in the books. I mean, no. he didn't. You know, like, like two hundred years ago. Yeah. yeah. And so, but it, but it's not like a big script. It's just kind of like now you have to work in my lab and do whatever. But Good. anyway, so regardless of that, when Diana gets introduced to the lab and the research and all that stuff, um, she wants to have her DNA tested. And she's like, let's do it. I'll donate my... She immediately is like, I'll donate my DNA yeah. to this project. Why she's like, not? hi, three vampires. Take my blood. Right. right. Like, Who wants to do it? Yeah. And Marcus is like, I'll do it. I'm great with taking blood. And Matthew's like, if anyone's taking her blood, it's me. He gets, like, irrationally angry. Because yeah. he's always and, irrationally angry. And, and Marcus is like, what's the big deal? And he's like, get the fuck away from her. Yeah. 
<laughs> it wasn't at this point, but later she asked him at one point if he would kill Marcus if he tried to hurt her, and he was like, without question. I think it was Sarah that asked him that. He yeah. said she asked him that, and he said without question, and then she's like, "Yep, Marcus said that too." Yeah, <laughs> and I wrote that. I was like, "Feel great." I was like, "Poor Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> he's been a son for like three hundred years at least, yeah. and he's just like, I would kill you in a heartbeat if you came near yeah. this chick I've known for a month." You know, yeah. you were dead to me. <laughs> but whatever, poor Marcus. Yeah. He's the best um, though. He's, he's so sweet. Um, so we like Marcus. I love Marcus. Marcus, but it's very different. But so. At this point where she is freaked out and she has the pictures, Marcus comes over when she's sedated. Mm -hmm. And this is when Marcus realizes how far Matthew's obsession with Diana has gone. Mm -hmm. And he realizes that he's starting to mate with her. Mm -hmm. Which Matthew has now also accepted. Because at one point he went off to Scotland to hang out with his demon friend Hamish. We're going to skip this. I like Hamish. Hamish. He's he's a nicey. He's a nice guy. And Hamish basically was like, so you're mating with this witch. And Matthew was like, (laughs) no. And he was like, Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> so Matthew also accepted it, and but Marcus realizes like he's marked her with his scent, which is super weird. Yeah, and I was like, at least he didn't piss on her. <laughs> um, I have dogs. If he was a werewolf, probably yeah. would have. <laughs> yeah, like all right, but you know, and at this point, you know, Matthew's like, I'm taking her to my mother's. It's the tours in France or whatever. Yeah. And Marcus is like, Yo, your mom hates witches so much, mm-hmm. and he's like, She she'll accept her or else (laughs) this is another part gosh i just feel like i want to be a happy person but i feel like i'm shitting all over this it's like they set up isabeau as being his mom as being this scary terrible crazy borderline crazy Mm -hmm. because her husband was killed by a witch's vampire who hates witches Mm -hmm. that lasts maybe five seconds also, and then they're best friends. I agree with that because I loved her the whole time. I do yeah. love her. I loved her the I whole love time. I love Isabeau. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm not going to give specifics. See, this is why it's hard for me to do one book at a time. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to give specifics. I feel like there's a character in each book that they try to build up as being this terrible, scary, horrible person. And then you're supposed to like them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the only one it works with for me. Mm. <laughs> I like Isabeau. But I, it's so much build up to like, mm-hmm. Grandma's going to hate her. And then it's like, I hit you. And then it's like, <laughs> I met you. I love her. <laughs> like, oh, my what? God. Did she ever project that in the audiobook? <laughs> What? Does she have a French accent in the audiobook? Yeah. Oh my god, in the show she's just British. <laughs> no, they're French. I know they're they like oh. live in France. Yeah. They're in, French. Like her accent is not French at all oh. in the show. Yeah. It's not weird. I know it's that. Like, I love the British shows, like the BBC. Like yeah. thank you, Sky TV, for making the show. But everyone like everyone is like, like yeah, they're from France. We're French, but we have British accents. <laughs> yeah. And that's how Kinda. the Musketeers show was too. Like which is just totally irrelevant. But it, the whole thing takes place in France, but everyone has British accents. British accents, yeah. And I was like, it's just because we don't want to do French accents and I totally I totally yeah. am on board with that. I, I, get I feel it. like French accents are difficult to me. They, I yeah. think they sound silly. So I think it's one of those, if you actually speak French, then sure, you can put that on. But otherwise, like, if you don't speak it and you're trying to have that accent, it's going to sound bad, probably. (laughs) Also, the only shows that I watch at all where they do French accents at at all is Canadian shows when they go into Quebec for any reason at all. (laughs) And it's just making fun of it. So, like, I don't know. But, like, everything is just British accents in the show, except for Diana and her aunts. But (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. 
Anyway. Okay, so now we're back to before she even gets to Septor. That was just my sidebar. No, you're mm-hmm. fine. So basically, I was just going to say, they go to Septor. Yeah. Um, so, and, and he's just, and I feel bad for Diana because he's just like, we're going to go to my mother's. But then I don't feel bad for her at all because she's like, let me pack nothing but tracksuits. Like, she packs nothing yeah. but, like, workout wear. That's I'm all like, she really has, though. No, it's not. From... She teaches. She has to be a professional person in the world. Yeah. You have other clothes. Yeah, you probably. have to go to events. So you're going to some sort of fucking French castle owned by a thousand year old vampire yeah. and you're just gonna pack a I bunch mean, of leggings she's getting ready to present at a conference like she uh-huh. had to at least have that outfit at least yeah, <laughs> yeah. but and, i will say in the book it's like that's all she wears is casual stuff and she yeah. does in the show but thankfully it's like cuter in the show and i was grateful for that because i was like man why i'm looking at this i'm like you are a mess yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's just a mess yeah. you know and she's just like whatever like she doesn't even pack a dress and she thinks about it she's like i'm not doing anything and i get you're going through like a trauma at this point but like if you're packing you pack for you pack for shit you're a woman you pack everything yeah you just throw a bunch of stuff on a bag and matthew will carry it out (laughs) you probably have one suitcase you came here with just put it all in there and and leave yeah just take all your clothes yeah so is mart in the show yes okay good i like her i love her yeah Yeah, so they they get to step tours this is not like important at all like Matthew's mother's supposed to be terrifying. Shocker, she's not. No. Also, Mart is like amazing. Yeah, I love and her. she's even she's like an she's like the only old vampire that we're supposed to really get. Like she was turned yeah. as like an old woman. Yeah, but she's super nurturing and motherly. And she's the maid. That that always kind of weirds me out. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, does she want to be the maid? I yeah. I think she does. She likes serving. I guess. I think it's one of those yeah. things that's like a. <laughs> I guess. I think it's Forever. like from the time it was a very respectable position, yeah. and she just enjoys it. Yeah, even though she's family to them, like I would she likes ruin that her. Position. I would just be like, let me introduce you to fucking Netflix. Like you don't need to do anything yeah. anymore. Hire some humans. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you guys are super rich. Yeah. Um. But oh yeah, that's the other thing. All vampires are super rich. But it makes sense because you I just amass your wealth guess. over time, and I then know. you just put it in a trust, you guys, and then it passes through generationally. Yeah. And you just slightly change your name over and over again, and you're fake. <laughs> No documents. one's inherited it. You're inherited it. Yeah, you inherited it over and over <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. So it just compounds, interest compounds, and then you just are super rich all the time. It's More true. reason witches are jealous. And they want all yeah. that money. Yeah, that's why um, her aunt Sarah hates vampires is because they're all rich. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've been alive like 17 of your lifetimes at least probably, and yeah. that's why they're rich. Yeah. Um, so we get Matthew's backstory. So I like this part because we get Matthew's backstory after he freaks out. So immediately like after they get there – he there's a break in at the lab in Oxford and he just like pisses off. And well, this happens after Domenico doesn't Domenico yeah. show up first and like yeah, threaten he her and like mm-hmm. tell him like you have to leave her alone because of the covenant and mm-hmm. it's apparently this big deal for some reason because it's not really a big deal, but they make it a big deal mm-hmm. for the sake of plot. And, and Matthew knows, even he sees through Domenico's stuff immediately, that mm-hmm. it's not actually about the covenant, yeah. it's mm-hmm. about this book. And right. that everyone just wants this book. Yeah. So it's a combination, and um, his mom sees it too, and she's like, so it's two reasons they want you, Diana. Mm-hmm. They want you for the knowledge that you can inhabit and possess, mm-hmm. and they want you because you're in a relationship with my son who is a vampire. Mm-hmm. And But the real reason that they give a crap is about this special book. It's you know? the book. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, so she, like, basically, his mom talks to him and is like, you can't do this. It's too risky, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so then he has one of these stupid moments where he's like, screw everything that's happened this whole book so far with our relationship. 
I'm out, you know? And he's like, I'm going back to Oxford and we're not going to break the covenant. And Diana's yeah. like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so he just leaves. And then this is breaks when she her heart. Calls the witch water. Yes, witch when she water. calls the witch water. Yeah. Which this was similar in the show because that's also when she calls the witch water. Gotcha. But like in um in the book, she almost drowns. Yeah. Like she's inside and they take her onto the roof mm-hmm. because basically she cries, but her tears turn into like the size of baseballs, mm-hmm. and she starts like flooding the room essentially, mm-hmm. um and she can't control it, and she's like also like flooding herself up with water. I will say in the show, it's, yeah, it's outside after he leaves is where the witch water happens, which I don't care about the location per se. However, I feel like it was kind of like, oh, cool, she started it to rain. Yeah, it's just Particularly like, Particularly on her and like a little bit by his car. But it, so but it, it doesn't come from her. Like, the rain it follows him. It follows him, but that's it. But it doesn't really look like extreme. And then it's so like. So she doesn't almost die. No. She does not, not almost die. And not then. Like Yasbo doesn't sing, or Isabel doesn't sing I to her. I love that part when Isabel yeah. sings to her, and no, she that's just how like she looks up, and, and the ring goes back up, and then that's it. So it was kind of to me like that was a little disappointing. I didn't need the full on like almost drowning, but like at least like showing it like rising. I didn't need that though, because yeah. the whole cool. point, like I feel like which wind, which well, which fire and which water. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know about the witch wind, but they make it sound like super dangerous. The witch wind looked kind of cool, I feel like, in the yeah. show. They did a good job with that. But the witch water, I feel like they had an opportunity to make it a little bit more yeah, like the book, so and much. they didn't. Yeah. yeah. So it, was, it really turns into nothing. Just yeah. like, rain. <laughs> his mom and Mart are very, like, in awe of it, because they haven't seen that in forever, you know? Yeah. And once again, she keeps busting out these powers that she doesn't know how to use or control, mm-hmm. but are significant of only strong witches, yeah. you know? And then Yas, uh, how do you say her name? Isabeau. Isabeau. Yeah. And I called it Yasbo the entire time. Is that I read how it's it. spelled? Yeah, it's, it's like with a Y. A-S-B-E-Y. I would totally say everything wrong if I didn't listen to Audible. <laughs> and sometimes they say things wrong too because they like have. I don't think this doesn't matter, but one of the books is called Aurora Consurgence uh-huh. in a later book. And she, in the first couple books, she says Aurora Consurgence. And in the last book, she calls it the Aurora Consurgence. And I'm what? like, <laughs> there's no way that's right, first off. And B, you've been saying it differently. Anyway, Audible's great. You yeah, Audible. Audible is great. <laughs> yep. We like but, Audible. Yes. Yes. Isabeau. Um, but yeah, Isabeau basically yes. takes her hunting because she's trying to deter Diana because she's convinced yeah. Matthew that they shouldn't break the covenant. And now she's trying to convince Diana that she doesn't understand vampirism and that she's fantasized the vampire lifestyle because yeah. of her human ways, you know? And so she takes her hunting and she like murders a bunch of cute animals. Mm. And she's like, does this horrify you? I'm killing a rabbit, you know? <laughs> and, <she's> like, <laughs> and Diana's like... Fine. Make me a coat, bitch. I don't care. Like, yeah. she's just like, this isn't scaring me if that's what your intention is. And then she's like, fine, let's go back. I failed to scare you. Um, yeah. And that's basically it. And then she's like, yeah. well, you're my daughter now. So then. Yeah. Well, well especially that doesn't really happen, but. When Mart he comes back. Her, yeah. Well, when he comes back, she does, which that's like immediately You just skipped following. over that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so also, so Mart makes her, teaches her to make the tea mm-hmm. sometime in here. Yeah. Um, and she's like, make this tea every day, you know, and she's going to make this tea and Mart's been making her this tea the whole time she's been there. Mm -hmm. Like everyone drinks wine all the time, but obviously if you're a human, you drink wine all the time, you're going to get fucked up. And so Mart keeps making her this delicious tea and she shows her exactly how many herbs to use and like all the ingredients and makes her learn how to make it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you take this tea every day of your life forever, you know? (laughs) And I was like, okay, I know what this is. Um, so. See, I didn't because it's vampires. 
But I like, had suspicions. I had suspicions. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why do you need to take a tea every day? Mar- why does that matter? <laughs> um, I know what matters if you take it every day. Yeah. So Birth Matthew comes. <laughs> so Matthew comes back, <laughs> and he's like, "You are my life now." You know, he's like, yeah. "I'm," you know, he's like, because he realizes, and this is different in the book. So mm-hmm. he realizes that which is broken to his lab. Mm-hmm. Um, he senses the scent of Peter Knox and Jillian. Mm-hmm. He can't go after Peter Knox because he's on the congregation. But he does go after Jillian to get information, and mm. then Totes kills her. Yeah. And then in the show, we basically see him kill Jillian, but then he says he didn't kill Jillian. She did manage to on. walk up to her that uh, other witch's house. Yeah. So she didn't die? No. Oh. Well, we don't we really don't know. We know if she died, but I, Matthew didn't no. specifically bring he, her up like He says he didn't kill her. She showed up there and was able to kind of talk, but then another witch later says that she's dead. So whether she died after the fact or not, I'm, I'm waiting for season two because maybe they keep her alive. This makes me think maybe they're going to carry her character on in season two for yeah, some reason. Yeah, which is very different than the book. Because yeah. they also, in the show, made her much better friends oh, with Diana. Because they, they were not friends. They they're were not, not at all friends. And in the show, they were like friends in undergrad. And now that Diana's back, they're friends again. Mm, and okay. like it's like, come to my Weird. house and we'll do dinner kind of friends. You know what I mean? Weird. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Very different. But it makes sense that you would have a friend. A friend. As Diana has <laughs> yeah. no friends well, at all. Well, she's friends with the guy in the behind library. the book. Yeah, behind the bookshelf. <laughs> Whatever that guy's the called. Guy the librarian. The bookshelf. Sean, I think his name's Sean. Yeah, sure. Sean the librarian. She's with Sean the librarian. <laughs> Who has a crush on her? Yeah. They don't hang out much. No. Yeah. They and, do more in the book and the show. In the show, they oh. catch a drink once. Oh yeah. wait, she does have a real friend, but never mind. He's not really a friend until the third book. So never mind. <laughs> Chris. She gets a friend yeah. in the third book. Well, you guys. Chris, but he doesn't. You know him. You in meet the first him in book. the second book. Oh. Okay. Well, he definitely's in the first book too. I think. Who? Chris? Chris, like, I think she calls. I think she's the one he calls to be like, yeah. Hey, oh. And she like Matthew sends some money or part. something. Like they make a bet. Yeah. And so she like anyway, mails him like a note friend. or whatever. Yeah. So she's one friend, but he's a lot of town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So anyway, so Matthew comes back and he's yeah. all like, "I was wrong." And like, you're my life. You're my life. You're my everything. <laughs> Screw the congregation. I hate everything but and you. And she's like, "Tell me what you want to say." And he's like. I love you. And she's no, like, and he's I like, love you. We're married now. I know. After <laughs> that, yeah. He, he fails to say until after she says, I love you. And then he's like, we're okay. married now. And she's he doesn't like, even tell what? her. His mom tells yeah, her. Yeah, Isabel was like, you know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the whole time, in the book, I like she has this. No and clue. the show, this doesn't happen very much. But in the it book, doesn't. the whole time. In the book, the whole time, whenever, like, Isabel, like, whenever anything happens, Isabel's like, you have known nothing about vampires. And it's kind of, like, funny. You but know the nothing, same, But it's like, you know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> but then at the same time, she's like, what are you talking about? We're in love. And she's like, you just got married in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, I didn't. And she's like, you're my daughter now. He just married you. You got vampire married in the driveway. <laughs> I can't even... Oh, the wine's kicking in, you guys. Yeah. And so, it's so ridiculous. And it I, is. even I was like, what? Yeah, that that part's, yeah. They skipped over silly. that in the show. That was kind they of haven't, They haven't officially said, like, she's like, you're family now, but it's not like, you got married in the driveway. Okay. Like, it's more subtle I, in the show. I think they said that they're married in the show. <laughs> I don't think they did. Anyway, Susie, just let us know when you watch it. Watch, like, I know, I'll watch it. But anyway, so it's kind of funny. So, yeah, so now they're married. Yeah. Um, and 
And then it's like they like do some freaky shit in that night in the sheet. They do binding. But they don't ever have sex. There's they no don't. sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drinking they talk tea. about like Amish people. It's like just. Bunting or bunting. something. That's Bundling. 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 That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Which is basically key for everything. But yeah. In the show, nothing to do with actual Amish people at all. Just to be totally oh, clear. Yeah. No. 100%. They just like talk about I it. I doubt that's what they're up to. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah. So. Um, so yeah. So. The next morning, she wakes up, and he's actually sleeping. And, like, vampires don't really sleep. Yeah. And, but Matthew is asleep. And she's like, I'm going to go run around, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's not done this at all the whole time. The whole time, she's not run around on the grounds by herself. Mm-hmm. She's always been accompanied by someone. But for whatever reason, she doesn't see his mom downstairs. She doesn't see any sign of Mark downstairs. And she has, like, a little apple. For the horse. I feel like maybe she has left before, just in the inner courtyard, though. I could be wrong, though. There's no real scene where that happens. In the book. So, yeah, not in the book. I mean, so, at least not, yeah, not, like, significantly away from the house. Like, in yeah. the show, it makes kind of more sense because she's going on a morning run. Yeah. And Matthew has told her that she should be safe on the ground. So he yeah. has told her that because no one should break their territory or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's pretty big grounds, too. So. Yeah. It's like, that's another reason to not go off on your own. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So immediately she is abducted by another witch called Satu. Yeah. And Satu flies her off Mm -hmm. to like a crumbling castle Mm -hmm. and some ruins and is like, hey, there's another vampire here. We've conspired to capture you um, and we're going to get your magic out. Um, and then proceeds to like just torture her and tries to open Diana up like her. I felt like like her parents were opened up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to get so. the magic out. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't think works that way. I think they're also trying to find like her secrets. Yeah. Probably also including to the answer of like Ashmole 782, yeah, like what she knows. Because they want to know like how she was able to like call it and yeah. open it and things oh. like that. So it's like they're trying to figure out that aspect and she's not like she's like I don't know what you're talking about I can't do magic blah blah blah. Yeah. So they're like mm, well we'll see what we can do. <laughs> we skip this and this is important. So before they left and went to step tours in France before all this other stuff happened where she was really in danger. She tried to call Ashmore or Ashmole 782 again. Mm-hmm. Yep. She tried to call it on purpose. Yeah. And when she tried to call it on purpose Sean told her that the book's been missing for over a hundred years mm-hmm. and that they don't have it. Yeah. And she was like, I checked it out last week. That's not possible. And he's like, what's not possible is that you checked it out last week because yeah. it's been missing for 100 years. Mm-hmm. So although all the witches and all the vampires and all the creatures were there to watch it, she couldn't recall it. I got very Humpty Dumpty with that. But she could not recall <laughs> the book again. Yeah. And so um, anyway, so that's important. So yeah. when she wanted to call it, she couldn't. When she called it on accident, it came to her. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so now she's like, Satu basically can't get any information out of her. And so she throws her down this basically very long, like a well, like a dry the well. Yeah, the oubliette. Which made me think of the movie Labyrinth because they yeah. have an oubliette <laughs> in the labyrinth. So every time, like, that. it's the oubliette. Like, <laughs> so they throw her down this, like, pit, basically. Yeah. And poor Matthew wakes up. Mm-hmm. And this, Diane is gone. And they can't find her. Mm-hmm. And this is when we learn that he has an older brother named Baldwin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baldwin's, Baldwin's the worst. He's a total. Dick. And like for some reason, Isabeau calls him, yeah. and then it's like he has to come. Well, like, they do what? search the grounds for like to come? Yeah. several hours, and like finders simply can't figure it out. But yeah. that's, I still feel like they need to involve him, but they decided to involve him, especially because 
I think it's kind of apparent in this book, but Isabeau doesn't like him either. Yeah. No one likes him. Like, I'm like, how did Baldwin get be turned into a vampire? It must have been Philippe. It was, fe- he it was, was Philippe's Philippe. son. Yeah. And he was Philippe's favorite for some reason. Yes. So, so and uh, as we know, Matthew is uh, Isabeau's favorite. Yeah. So yes. I'm sure there's some sort of rivalry there too. But The rivalry is that Baldwin hates someone kill Matthew in a heartbeat if he could. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he thinks of Isabeau as being beneath him too. It's yeah. like, but she's like better than you. Yep. Yes. And, anyway. Oh. So we hate Baldwin, but Baldwin <laughs> yeah. shows up and at first refuses to help at all. Yeah. Um, and then Matthew basically is like, he calls this secret ancient order that Diana stumbled upon randomly yeah. while snooping around Matthew's stuff. Yeah. Um, that this old order called the Knights of Lazarus that was started like back in the Crusades or whatever. And I feel like this is like reaching, but basically Philippe, their dad, started this order of knights and now Matthew is the head of the knights. And Philippe, although Baldwin was his favorite, made Matthew promise that Baldwin would, would never be in charge of the Knights of Lazarus. Yeah. And so he always has to play second fiddle with Matthew. And so Matthew is basically like, all of this land and property is in the name of Knights of Lazarus, and you forfeit all of it if you don't help me find my witch wife. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Baldwin's like, you're a real son of a bitch, Matthew. Because yeah. Baldwin's now the head of the family as well, though. Yeah, he is. But he's not the head of the Knights of Lazarus. No. no. I think that's oh, why I think Philippe didn't want him to have both, like, to have all the power. I think he wanted that balance because he did love Matthew. You know what I mean? That's a good take on it. I just took it as, like, he's an unpredictable dick. Um, and the fact that he can be the head of the family, but what are you the head of if all the land and property doesn't belong to you? Right. Mm-hmm. It belongs to, once again, an entity because they don't die and they can be passed down generationally. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And so once he pulls that, like, total trump card on Baldwin, suddenly Baldwin gets in line and is like, fine, we'll go find this witch and I won't kill her. Yeah. Because he's like, I'll kill her myself when I find her. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, not at all helpful. He tries to, like, he attacks Matthew. They get in a fight. Um, Mm -hmm. It's totally stupid. Uh, But they basically, he has a helicopter. So good on you, Baldwin. Yeah. So they hop in the helicopter, and they figure out, they piece together, one, where Diana is, and two, that Diana has been spellbound. Which really, Isabel and Mart figured that out on their own. Well, they called, they figured it out, and then they called Sarah to be Mm -hmm. like, hey, could this be possible and then Emily got on the phone and she's like yep that's what happened hilarious (laughs) yeah the show because I kind of forget which one remembers but Sarah's her actual aunt it's Emily that remembers it's Emily that knows Sarah didn't forget Sarah was was never told yes um and so yeah and so Emily Sarah's partner found out or was told in the books was told Mm -hmm. that they that they spellbound her to protect her mm-hmm. from the congregation. Yep. So they knew that they were basically going to Africa and probably never coming back. Yep. Is what we have learned through this. Mm-hmm. And so their move was to spellbind her so that when the congregation tested her, which in the show happens before they go to Africa, that she would not have any powers mm-hmm. and that they wouldn't think she was any kind of threat to the congregation. Right. So, da 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 da. That's why she can't use her magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now Baldwin and Matthew go. Luckily, Statue is just magically gone. And yeah, she like couldn't get what she wanted, and then she's like, oh, I'll I feel just like be she back. left to go. I don't know, maybe get more shit or just to go somewhere else. Probably grab some food. But then <laughs> <she> <laughs> I feel like she like she like pissed off to get some like a burrito. Yeah, you know I mean? which she, like, honestly, though, she's probably like, you can just sit in this little like. You know, whole and see what you can come up with. Maybe that will like inspire yeah. her to try to fly herself out of here or something. 
So yeah. at that point, luckily, she gets like all these like memory flashbacks. Like she's kind of delusional down in this hole, mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense. She's just been tortured. Yeah. Um. It, but she starts remembering these like things from her childhood. See, but I don't think they're memories. They're not know? memories. They're yeah. like a vision. Yeah. They're uh, yeah, they're visions. So she starts getting visions from her parents who are both dead, and they're yeah. appearing to her as ghosts. Yeah. And they're telling her to remember the the bedtime story they always told her of the shadow prince saving the princess who was wrapped in, like, many colored, like, rainbow ribbons. Yeah. And until she could untie her rainbow ribbons, she couldn't use magic. Right. And so Diana's like, I've got to untie my rainbow ribbons. And I was like, God. You know? (laughs) (laughs) And luckily at this point, Matthew, a voice of reason, shows up and is like, I can't get you. You need to fly out. And at the same point, she's never flown, okay? This is not, like, a power she has. But it's a power he's seen on her DNA test. Yeah. And so, and I, like, I told, I think I told Alicia this on the phone. I was like, rope. Rope is how you solve this problem. How would a human solve this problem? Would they tell the other human to fucking fly? Yeah. Or would they find a rope and then pull you out? Especially yes. if you're, like, a superhuman power vampire. Yeah. And you could just, like, yank them out of the hole as long as they're holding the rope. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't They're like, there's no option but to fly. I was like, yeah, there is. There's, like, a lot of other options. Like, the fire department doesn't teach flight lessons to little kids that fall down wells. Okay? <laughs> like, you get them out with a ladder or a sure. rope. Yeah. Whatever. I digress. So she flies. Yeah. <laughs> a little fired up about that one. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. I was like, we all have our moments in books. I apparently, for some reason, am super angry at this book. So I had, you're we haven't to have even a gone to mine. At the rant, I, I know you. your rant. Well, yeah. It's hilarious. I'm gonna pause and say I actually did enjoy this series. Yes. It just made me angry. <laughs> and I also really like this book, but I feel like I'm ripping it apart a little bit. You um, are. You are. <laughs> you are. Being I, honest, <laughs> it's okay. I like the book too, but I had. When I read it first. So. Yeah. At least I think likes his books for sure the most. But I, I really liked it. But uh, but yeah, I did think that was kind of dumb. So anyway, so at this point, they've decided that Septuors is no longer safe for them. Yeah. Um, they get back. They see that she's been branded with the Claremont secret symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, let's go to New England. Yeah. So they fly to Madison, New York. Mm-hmm. And they go to stay with her aunts. And this part of the book is what bothered me. See, like, I like this part of the book. <laughs> We're going to disagree. So I like this part of the book in the show. I should say that. So in the show, I like this part. But I didn't like So they get there, and, like, the the house is magical. It's, like, doors open, and, like, it, like, provides you stuff. It's almost like the room of requirement. Yeah. Yeah, all like, kind of. It, like, like, tucks your stuff away. Right. Yeah. It's, like, people are coming to visit. So I but created it, like, another floor. But it, like, steals it. It's not helpful. Yeah. yeah. It also steals shit from you, and you'll never yeah. find it again until the house decides you need it. Yeah. Yep. You know? And so, anyway, it, like, if you get in a fight, the house, like, shakes because it doesn't like that you're angry mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was fine with that haunted house kind of aspect. But I didn't like that, like, there's ghosts everywhere in the book. It did not bother me. See, this is <laughs> funny because I hate ghosty things. And yeah. I liked the ghosts in this book. Because they were friendly Because they're nice ghosts. Yeah. Like, and I don't they're know. helpful. I didn't mind because it's, like, their family. Yeah. So it's, like, just, like... Ugh. I can't think of anything worse. Like, <laughs> that's probably why you hate it. <laughs> Just about my dead feeling. You know, it's horrible. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, but no, and I think I think I've pinned it down because I've been like, why has this bothered me so much? Yeah. Because while they're like while they're like there, and I like I felt for Matthew because he's like this house is so fucking crowded, and I was like, it is Matthew. It's the worst. Um, 
but they're like they're everywhere they're on top of each other there's ghosts and like every time they have a conversation there's some ghostly spirit that only can diana can see that's like you know it girl mm-hmm. I yeah like that don't boy. listen to him <laughs> he's lying to you i was like who are these sassy ass ghosts all over the place they're not that sassy they're, they're sassy real- grandma's like rocking in her rocker <laughs> and she's like she's like there's no path without him be careful girl be careful yeah. that's how the ghost sounds in the back be careful girl she's like nasally right oh, like, that's nasally, funny. like and somehow like they all have southern accents even though they're in new york for some reason like they're just like they're just like sassy like ghosts are like "Ooh, he is handsome i'm like who are these ghosts you know but so i decided i know what it is i hate when people talk during movies I hate it. Oh. And don't get me wrong. If I'm watching a show, I will shout at the television. I will shout at it if I'm at home by myself. Yeah. But, like, if I'm at a movie or if we're watching a movie together and we're hanging out and then you start talking to the TV or you start, like, having your own side commentary, like it's fucking Mystery thousand, Theater 3000, I will lose my shit on you. And I think that's why the ghost bothered me so much because I'm, like, trying to read this stupid book. And I'm, like, okay, so this is happening. I'm trying to figure out the plot. Suddenly everyone starts showing up at this house in New York and the house keeps getting bigger. Bigger. And then every time I'm trying to figure it out, some ghost is like, mm. and I was like, if you're not going to help, leave. Okay. If you're not going to help, get out. I kind of like that half of them didn't help. None of them yes. help at all. One ghost helps the whole time. Bridget. Yeah. That's yeah. the only ghost that's helpful. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they get to the house. <laughs> and the, also, an- the ants aren't even there. The ants aren't there. They're they- like, you need alone time with the house. Because I know. alone in the house. Yeah. Yeah. They know um, that it acts up. Yeah. And also, I should just say, in the show, the ghosts aren't there. Okay. And I was so happy. At all? No ghost. Like, she doesn't even mention that she sees ghosts. No. Thank you, whoever made the show and was like, we're getting rid of these fucking ghosts. So what happened? I appreciate you. Okay. (laughs) The whole show just goes on because the ghosts don't add any value at all. Okay. (laughs) But does Bridget show up later with... With somebody, and never mind, we'll get to it. Yeah. No, the goddesses just kind of show up on their own. Oh, I thought you were going to say she doesn't come. Why are you saying plural? There's Uh, only one. Mother, uh, Bridget was the crone, I thought. No, okay, never mind, we'll get to it. She calls upon the goddesses, but we don't see them. Okay. We just see, like, a light. Okay, sorry, we'll get to that in a second Um, anyway, because we're we're close. (laughs) But it's mother, maiden, crone. Okay. Um... And so those are the goddesses. Okay. So, but we don't actually physically see them. They don't like appear side by side. Okay. Because um, they do in the books. Yes, they yeah. do in the books. Yeah. Okay. So either way, they show up in New York, and her Sarah is just like it's a bone to pick with Sarah. Everything's a fight with Sarah. Well, first yeah, Sarah, Sarah frustrated me a lot. <laughs> first off, Sarah like helps heal her because from yeah. being kidnapped, she's all sorts of jacked up and. Yeah, she's fine. She heals the rest of her, and then she has a bone to pick with her once she's like, well. Yeah. yeah. In, in the book, she's definitely, there's, like, more of a, like, Sarah and those guys will she's call, and she just doesn't answer, and, like, there's a little bit more of that, like, angsty aspect yeah. to it. In the book, or in the show, they seem to get along a little better, which I like that aspect a little bit. I don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, really, I really don't like you it. You hate conflict. And she's just wonder staring, why. staring directly at I'm me. I'm looking at you and mom. Whole I, life I, growing up was conflict. I am the reason Alicia hates conflict. And that it is correct. It gives me anxiety. I don't have anxiety, but I do around that kind of stuff. Tell you what. <laughs> Our whole childhood, my mom and I fight. Alicia, stop me shut up <laughs> and then i just started leaving yeah that leaving. is correct yeah and that's why you're so stubborn today <laughs> i've always been stubborn but it did not make it better <laughs> but anyway, anyway regardless of our shit back to this book 
Yeah. Sorry. No more candles falling down during this podcast, please. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so anyway, so basically everyone kind of just starts showing up in New York. Like, Yeah, because I think – so, well, first off, they're just kind of hanging out there with Once Sarah again, and Emily. Fun. Yeah. There's no real plan. I feel like this happens a lot in the series. Like, there doesn't – there's not always, like, a plan. They're just killing time, hanging out. <laughs> having fun and she's like I was spellbound I need to be trained so they're like trying Mm -hmm. but they're like we're not strong enough and we need another plan and then one thing I will say is funny is in the show Uh Matthew is going through her spell book like the grimory or whatever yeah and it's he's just like pissed off he's like spell to fix a leaky roof spell to clean the floors he's like are you fucking kidding where's the (laughs) like where's the defense against the dark arts spells and she's like he actually say that yeah like he doesn't say defense against the dark arts because I think JK Rowling would sue his pants probably but but basically he's like where are the defensive spells like how he's like we brought her here people are hunting her he's like she doesn't need to learn how to fix a roof you know (laughs) and Sarah's like this is how you start no one can do those spells that magic is gone and he's like not for Diana and she's like I don't know how to train her for that and he's like why are we here (laughs) because he's just full of a house of ghosts (laughs) so at this point before anybody else shows up the house gives them the book or like a note a letter and three pages no one One page one page So they get a letter from her mom, Mm -hmm. which basically just says everything we know, right? It confirms what happened. And then I think she sees her dad's handwriting, and that's when she realizes the the pencil inscription on Ashmole 782 was her dad's, and that's weird. How did he get it? Right. And then, oh, there's this really heavy page (laughs) that's also from the Book of Life. I can tell that that's that. And I think at this point... We don't know why, but I think Matthew starts saying it smells weird, which comes in a lot mm-hmm. later. Because she said it felt weird, too. Yeah, like it's heavy. Like, yeah, it's heavy and it just feels different. But you different. don't know why yet, right? I don't no, know why. she does okay. not know why. Okay. But I know that it is heavy. Yeah. And that he says it smells weird. Okay, good. So he thinks it's weird. He doesn't, he thinks it's, he's smelling like weird magic or something. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what it is. But also, isn't the picture, it's a picture of them, right, on that page? It's the chemical the wedding. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. The chemical wedding. Yeah. And so... Oh, that's right. This is leading up to your thing. This is leading to my shit. So they're like, this is her and this is him. This is obviously Matthew and Diana in this really, really old book. Well, I guess um, before they realize... Never mind. I, I keep interrupting. I'm going to stop. No, you're fine. Where are you? Well, I was just going to say, I think... So they have that and then Marcus calls, mm-hmm. right? Don't they show up first? I think Marcus and Miriam just show they up. They come and they're like, we have something really important to tell you, which I still don't remember what it was. Like, I feel like it wasn't <laughs> DNA that results. Important. It's not like, that important. We already have the DNA They results. didn't really No, in the show come. they did, but in the book, I think they had her. The re- I think in the book they have Diana's test results. Yeah. I no, think. they have the test results at first because when he comes to the apartment and he tells Matthew and then Matthew doesn't tell her because he's like, she's not ready to hear about her like DNA results because we just, she just saw a picture of her parents and fucking lost her shit and called Witchwind and I'm not going to tell her until she's come down. I've sedated her. <laughs> and so yeah. when they get back to America, I think, or no, when they get to step tours, I think is when he tells her. Yeah. Um, and then, so but I'm trying knows. to remember why they do cut. It's something to do with the test results. But in the it show, is. they did a second DNA test on her. So maybe I'm just forgetting oh, a second DNA test. That might have been it. I feel like they did, I feel like they did another test and that's what they brought the other results. Cause, oh, okay. can I say it? Yeah. Or do, I hope we know it. Which thing? All right. Um, well, they discovered that she is a chameleon. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. They haven't gone over that in the show, though. A chameleon. Is that the right word? No, it's a chimera. You mean time walker? Chi- yeah, chimera. No, chi- chimera. Thank chimera. you. Oh, She's chimera. a chimera. Oh, Which yeah. Which means she technically has she two different DNA. So we learn later. in the book 
that basically she had like a twin brother That's and right. she, absorbed Thank she absorbed him and so she absorbed his yeah. powers as well as yes. her own and so that's why she is as strong as she is yes thank, thank you, you for telling me I don't know why I said <laughs> I totally totally forgot that part. I knew there was like I'm like I'm not wrong yeah <laughs> also that letter that her mom wrote mm-hmm. explained more to didn't really say it shown in the movie too much but explained that because her mom had visions mm-hmm. that she envisioned them getting murdered in Africa and also like Diana not being safe and so that's yeah. why they spellbound her because they knew it was happening so they like literally Knew they were going to get like murdered and killed, but they did yeah. it out of love, which I is would so go sad and messed somewhere up. else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. agreed. And but sh- I think in that letter they talk they- more about how like we know math, not yes. Matthew, your shadow vampire, exactly. whatever they call shadow it. prince. Yeah. So they kind of go through all that a little bit more and give her like the answers that she's kind of always wondered about. But anywho, so then they're all <sighs> sitting around the table like mm-hmm. one big happy weird family, mm-hmm. and they're looking at oh, because Sarah's like, hey Marcus and Miriam people I've never met before um look at this page that could be really important but I don't know you and then Matthew's all mad at her for telling his son uh-huh. about the page and it's yeah. like so come dumb. on Matthew so dumb. come on so then anyway so then they're all looking at it and I think that's when Miriam is like well what's the next step after marriage or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like conception yeah conceptio but and isn't then, that the first the picture or at least in the show that's because like she looks at a picture in the book but yeah she doesn't know what it is she knows she knows that it's the something child like yeah the there's a child. child there's an alchemy child and so that's kind of what they're talking about but yeah so yeah. Mm-hmm. that's the picture she sees in the book of the manuscript right. the so yeah one. so after the ripped out page yeah so, so she yeah. kind of knows where this is going when she, she sees the she marriage. She sees it and she's like oh, yeah snap. but no one thinks so basically here's my issue with this book <laughs> yep Oh shit! Go on your it's rant. all happening here. I'm gonna rant. <laughs> so okay, and it's I'm less hot about it than I was. She was hot. Guys. I was you were hot. Susie <laughs> was like, "What did you not like?" And I sent her a message that was so long. We were talking via Instagram that I had to break it into six different messages to Susie. Yeah. Okay. I had to put it in my notes app. I had to write it in notes, and then I had to break it into six messages to send to Susie. And I was like, "Let me tell you what I'm fucking mad about." So like, and this is mostly my stuff because I don't like when everything ends in a happy marriage and baby mm-hmm. because well, I can't fucking have that okay and so I don't like when every story ends like that because I don't think it's fair and I don't think it's a good representation to the actual population that we have right now yeah. of people that don't want to have kids either can't have kids and want them or are like maybe they're gay and like two boys can't make a baby you know and yeah. like we, we don't all need kids, okay? Like, there's fucking enough of them all over yeah. the fucking world. If you want one, go adopt We're them. Overpopulated. They're everywhere, okay? Like, I can't get away from kids. Okay, I have a stepkid, okay? Like, you can find your own, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was, like, super happy when I, like, I love, like, and this is not, the kid thing is not my only issue. I should be clear. Also, I love kids. I have no problem <laughs> with people having kids. Have all the kids you fucking want. Yeah. I hope you can have all the kids you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, because I know people that can't. And so, um, but my my main issue is that this story specifically takes away what I love about vampires mm-hmm. or monsters in general. Like, they're supposed to be scary. They're yeah. supposed to be a threat. You're supposed to be in danger. It's part of the experience. It's part of the risk that you take. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's no danger for Diana this entire book. Okay. And like... Yeah, Matthew is, he can't control himself, but he can with you. So you're safe with Matthew. Mm -hmm. You know, like, 
oh, he is, you know, he can't do this and he can't do that, but he can with you. So you're safe with me. The whole time, it's like whatever vampire shit they come across is they can. And I don't mind like day walking vampires. I actually prefer that because I don't think it makes sense the other way. Right. Um, Agreed. So I don't have problems with like that. And I don't even have problems that vampires can drink animal blood. Although it's not my favorite, because once again, I feel like the problem, the, the choice, the price you pay for immortality is that you have to drink human blood. That yeah. is the price. You have to pay a price. All magic comes with a price. Yeah. As we know from childhood stories. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so if you take away the price, then it's just a gift. Mm-hmm. And it's not a curse, I guess. You know, yeah. like, and so the fact that he can just drink from deer and he doesn't need to drink human blood. And he's there's no risk to Diana at all in being in a relationship with him in the slightest. And he can't reproduce because he's a sterile creature. Oh, but with her, he can? Yeah. It's like there's there's no cost. She's paying no cost for this relationship. And neither is Matthew. And that really bothers me. Because at that point, just make a fucking story about humans. They're everywhere. They can have babies. <laughs> they don't eat each other. And they don't need to murder steer in the night. You know, And they can walk in the daytime. If you take away what makes a vampire a vampire, you have fucked up the vampire story. And I have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. Also, I was super salty about the baby thing. Because yeah. I was like, yay, a story that won't result in a baby. Like, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, we have these magical babies. And we've overcome all of our troubles. And we have them. Twilight. Oh, we have a magical human vampire baby that will only age up to 17. And then we'll marry Jacob. And that solves our <laughs> Our three love triangle problem because really he was just in love with your cell and your ovary the whole time. He was just in love with an egg. He was in love with a fucking egg inside of your ovary the whole fucking time. Oh, it's totally cool. It's totally cool. You gave birth to that egg and now he can imprint on that egg and it's everyone's cool with it except for Edward, who is the only one that acknowledges how fucked up the storyline is yep. the whole damn time. Yep. Okay, at least like True Blood. They can't, they, they can't have babies. Yes. And I'm so happy that in True Blood they can't have babies. Because I just have an issue with it. I love a good monster storyline, but when you kill the monster, you kill the story. And so when it was like, oh, we're going to have a half-breed child that'll be part witch and part vampire. I was like, fuck you. Just fuck this story. Oh, this is where this is going. They're going to have some weird half-breed baby that's part vampire and part witch. And now we have to protect it. And the rest of these two books is going to be about protecting this magical vampire baby (laughs) that's somehow immortal and has witch powers. And then I got super salty. (laughs) And that's my rant, you guys. And I'm sorry if it was too much for you. If you disagreed, it's my opinion. No, you're allowed to. I hope you um, enjoy it and didn't ruin it for you. Also, this never gets brought up in the show. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it will be brought up later. Also, it's oh, not wait. that I... Yeah. Wait, what's not brought up in the show? The baby. They never bring the baby up on the show. Okay. Oh, because the tea and they that... show you it, and then they're like, the magical wedding and everything. But they don't say that or the, the tea. The tea's next. not brought up at all either. There's never tea. Okay. Also, the tea... So I saw this coming like a mile away because the tea that I mentioned before that Mart has yeah. her drinking every day is a conceptual <laughs> Sarah tea. Sarah and Em are like, why are you taking this? Like, yeah. Why are you making... Just this funny. Going on? Contraceptive tea just takes some fucking birth control. Yeah. Right? We can get you into the doctor down the strip. You need us to, dear. Yeah. And she doesn't even push. She's like, all right. And then walks away. It's like, all right. Right. And then Matthew's like, start these pills. You're like, suddenly Matthew's an expert on on birth control, by the way. He's like, you can start these pills tonight or the first day of your period. And I'm like, you should wait until the first day of your period. I was going to say, it's not really how that works. And she's like, I started them tonight. I was like, that's not how birth control normally works. So 
good for your magical birth control too. Um, <laughs> fine. <laughs> We're breaking all the rules. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically that was my issue with it because I saw this plotline coming and I just feel like it's predictable and I feel like it's played mm-hmm. out and I feel like I just saw it in Twilight. Like I just went through this in Twilight. <laughs> I mean, Twilight's been a while, but yeah. I mean, it's been 10 years. I don't feel like you should be able to rip the same storyline 10 years later, you know? But I will tell you without spoilers, it's different. It is different. It, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. It's different. Coming it's from better, book I one, like. when Marta was like, you have to make this tea every day, I was like, God, it's some kind of birth control tea. And then because that used to be how they did birth control. And then they're like, oh, now, you know, chemical wedding, what's next? Conception. I was like, why is that what's next after a chemical, like after a wedding? Yeah. Why is that the only thing that's next? Why can't it be traveling and being successful and having careers <laughs> and being independent people that just live and coexist? Why can't that be what's next? Yeah. But that's fine. Let's just have magic babies. My rant is now done. Yeah. I think. We'll see if I come back to this. <laughs> and I apologize it's to okay. everyone in advance. <laughs> and after the fact for my rant. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So at that point, um, <laughs> I think this is when the demons show up. The yeah, so the couple. house adds two new rooms. <laughs> right. And it really only needed to add one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no, maybe it was just one. But anyway, like the house adds a room. I feel like it added, like, a room and they're like, who's coming? I think they added a couple of rooms when Miriam and uh, Marcus, showed, Marcus up. showed up. And then they added another room yeah. for the demons that showed up. So then they knock on the door, and it's two demons. Mm-hmm. And they're like, who are you? And one of them has a real cute Australian accent. Mm-hmm. And the other's a dude. And they're both demons. And then come to find out the guy is the son of a demon we didn't talk about her tabitha she was just a she's not really important she she was a demon that was in the library in the beginning she Mm -hmm. happens to be on the congregation it's really important in the show is it it's yeah in the show tabitha's in it a lot yeah in the in the book she definitely um it's a minor talk to to her in the beginning like she she met her her for coffee coffee like yeah and she kind of told her it's not really like important no but she did introduces herself in a way i guess she basically throws into the ring why the demons want to see the book. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like that voice. So then, like, Nathaniel is the son, the guy, and mm-hmm. Sophie is mm-hmm. the girl. Yeah. And they're like, uh, my mom told us to come see you because visions, I guess. And then, like, Sophie's pregnant. And this is – I'm glad I didn't say this because you were going off on your rant. And mm-hmm. I was like, I know. If they're going to do the baby thing, why couldn't they just, like, have Sophie's baby? And then I was like, I don't know if she's been there yet. So I'm just, It is, yeah. Okay, well, anyway. So Sophie was born a witch. Mm-hmm. She turned into a demon. She married a demon. Baby's a witch. Mm-hmm. They know this. She was born a witch, but she was born from witches. Yeah, her whole family She was a family lineage. of witches. Yeah, family yeah. of witches, but she was born a demon. As she says in the book, which she doesn't say in the show, which I'm okay with, she's like, I didn't come out right. Yeah, she's yeah, like, I came out wrong. I came that. out a demon instead of a witch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the baby's a witch, yeah. which they're, like, super scared about. Because demons the, aren't supposed to have witches. Yes. Yeah. And witches aren't really supposed to have demons. Yeah. And with Nathaniel's mom on the congregation... And if anyone which, looks like, to look too closely, which I'm guessing they were able half to, the like... the people on the congregation are terrible, and half of them are, the are good, and it's, like... I kind of feel like, like the demons like are good. Can... Like, they didn't really go into it, I feel like for, like, Sophie, like, yeah. they test all the witch's powers mm-hmm. when, yeah. you're, when you're a kid at some point, and I feel like they probably just thought she was, like, a dud, and, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, she doesn't really have any powers, whatever. I don't... I'm assuming they didn't detect that she was, like, a demon. A demon or demon. Yeah. Um... 
But, anywho, but yeah, I think that's the fear, is, like, if their daughter starts to have, like, powers and stuff, and they get, like, noticed, and with their mom being on the counter, like, they might be under more, like, scrutiny. Yeah. And that could be a problem. They're like, what would happen? Yeah. So, it's, it's a legit fear, I guess. No, I so, get it. I do. I just, it's um, like your mom's on the congregation. I feel like she yeah. could do something, but whatever. Right, because she's trying to keep it all hush-hush. She's trying to, yeah. Keep it because under, she, yeah. she knows it's a risk to her son. Yeah. And her grandbaby. Yeah. So, basically, it's just hop, skip, jump. To the yeah. next big event. Because now yeah. they're just all, they kind of have like, they call it like what their like, shadow congregation because they mm-hmm. almost have three vampires, three witches, and three yeah. demons. They just need one more demon mm-hmm. and then they've assembled a group and the same size and talent, more talent, honestly, than. I think she calls it a conventicle. It's a conventicle. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's they've correct. almost yeah. assembled a conventicle. Yeah. And so they're like, kind of like, ooh, we're all here. We're all under one roof. It's so wild. Yeah. Everything's wild. And like, uh, <laughs> Nathaniel or Nat as they call him and Marcus become like fast friends Mm -hmm. because Marcus I feel like doesn't really get friends Um, I feel like Matthew doesn't allow him to have friends and so they're super good friends right away Um, and everything's just like hunky dory and also along with the vision Sophie had Mm -hmm. a chess piece well she doesn't have a chess piece but she had a little statue of Diana the goddess yeah Mm -hmm. and um, before this okay when did we talk about time walking not yet. Not yet. Juliet first. N- well, we don't get the chess piece until after we talked about time locking. Because that's when true. he sees the piece, okay. he's like, well, now I know where we're going. Yeah. I guess true. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. We've all, whatever. She can time walk. She can time walk. Her dad time walked. She yep. time walked when she was a baby. She was yep. like, that's weird. And then they're like, well, instead of finding smart witches around here where it's like not murdery burn people at the stake let's go back in time but i'm not going to tell you where we're going mm-hmm. um because i don't want you to do any research and help yourself sorry mm-hmm. this part is the biggest part that bothers me the most oh, really yeah it real bothers me so he's like okay we need three items uh, i forget someone has is a earring. earring she gets from the poppy that it the house delivers see stuff keeps happening it's okay it's like really like the order of this it doesn't matter like they get the like a weird earring first. Um, they get, um, the chess the piece. piece from Sophie. And then he's and then like, well, now I know what year we're going to. So Isabel he sends the book from Christopher Marlowe. Yes. Yeah. The Faustus book. Yeah. Yeah. So his copy, his signed copy of Faustus. Yeah. We are off track. Um, which though. she probably could have figured that out what like time they were going to. They could figure this out. But anyway, so they're basically like, yeah, at some point we're going to time travel. Yeah. Time walk to get you trained which but, just seems so stupid to me but before this actually like yeah. all comes about yeah um they're having because matthew's trying to help her train originally i think this is even before the demons show up it is and oh yeah um they're like in the woods and he's because basically he's figured out he figured out very early on that her magic is instinctual and it's protective yeah and so he's trying like when she was practicing with aunt sarah when she's trying to make it happen it wouldn't work and so he's trying to basically like act like he's hunting her to make her defenses come up mm-hmm. to see what she can do defensively. Yeah. Um, so they're out in the woods playing around. It's working. She's able to fly a little bit on her own mm-hmm. to get away from Matthew. Um, and she's able to like do some things and she's able to like finally sense like she can sense him like with her eyes closed because she does a stupid thing where she walks with her eyes closed it drove me crazy yeah uh but she's finally able to close her eyes and kind of like sense almost like infrared i picture it like infrared technology yeah. where she can like sense where the vampires are um and so she's like hunting matthew basically as he's hiding in the woods and she finds a vampire but really she finds another vampire 
who just kind of shows up and is Juliet, yeah. Matthew's scorned ex-lover, who's absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. Um, who was like groomed by another insane vampire who's also Gerber. on the con- mm-hmm. yeah, who's also on the congregation. And he was the one that was with Satu. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he was like, I'm gonna own you body and soul and whatever. He's real creepy. Also, Super he creepy. and Isabeau used to be like thick as these back in the day. But he was in love with her, yeah. Yeah. But they're not anymore. And also, no. he's super gross and she can do better. Yeah. Um, well, so- yeah. But they were just, like, <laughs> also- really good friends, like, murdering up people. <laughs> also, his name makes me laugh because, again, when they say it, it's Jebert. So, it's like, Jebert. <laughs> yeah. It sounds so happy. But he's a terrible guy. He's, he's like, the awful. worst. And he, like, groomed this girl to basically, like. Infiltrate. Infiltrate Matthew, make him fall in love with her. And to then, take like, down. once I get what I want from him, you can go ahead and kill him. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite work that way. It didn't work because she's completely insane. And I don't yep. know how she ever played not insane because she's so totally crazy. Yeah. Um, no, a thing I'll say, well, and this is just kind of irrelevant but to the books, but I liked in the show because we meet Juliet and we met we meet Satu in episode one yeah. of the show. Mm-hmm. So okay. really, like, Satu and Juliet are our only real bad guys that we deal with in this show. Like, there's mm-hmm. Peter Knox in the congregation, and those are kind of, like, overarching bad guys that we know are going to be more problematic in the future yeah they're kind of like the big bad boss if you're playing a video game like they're the like mega boss at the end and in the middle we have to fight all these little mini bosses and now satu and um juliet are the mini bosses and there's one for diana and there's one for matthew yeah right and matthew has to defeat diana's and diana now has to defeat matthew's and so uh, basically, Juliet somehow totally overtakes Matthew and, like, rips his throat and, like, rips a hole in his chest. Yeah. Um, and he's dying. And so um, Diana's freaking out. Oh, also, Diana summons Witchfire finally, mm-hmm. um, which she almost summoned it on Aunt Sarah in the books, mm-hmm. which I loved. Yeah. Because yeah. her aunt is such a bitch to her sometimes. <laughs> and she was like, I'm going to burn you with Witchfire. And I was like, yes, queen. Like, calm down, Diana. I was like, get her. <laughs> um, she's so mean. Um, but not really because Aunt Sarah's good. Yeah. Um, but so but it freaked her out. Yeah. And so um but she manages to summon it, but she hesitated, which is how Juliet was able to rip the giant hole in Math in Matthew's chest in the first place. Yeah. Because she was like, Should I kill this evil vampire or not? Not. Oh shit, he, she killed the love of my life. You know? <laughs> no, I'm gonna kill her. No, I'll kill her. No, I'll do it. <laughs> so she like kills her with like two blows of witch fire. Um, she pulls, like, the bowstring, like, Diana, the goddess, the Roman version of Artemis. Anyway, um, <laughs> the eternal maiden, I digress. But anyway, <laughs> so she calls on the, this is when she calls on the goddesses. Uh, yeah. calls on the goddess to, like, help Diana. Matthew. Yeah. Right, she calls on the goddess Diana to help Matthew. And she says she'll give anything. And I'm like, you're going to give your baby. Yeah, but this part, it, yeah. She's like, I'll give anything. And I'm like, what's well, going to be your baby or your soul? And I don't think she wants your soul. So I think I kind of thought baby. in the moment one of her aunts was going to drop dead. Ooh, I would have liked that Because then it'd be like, uh, Like okay. for life. You just yeah. straight up murder That's the agreement, music. right? Yeah. Magic comes with a price. And so, yeah. but there are no prices so far. I'm, okay, again, not to, this super vague. Um, I don't like how this plays out in the end. The okay. Whole, you learn later, Ashley. I'm excited. I just guys, hate that you keep, haven't read it. I hate let's it. Let's keep reading, you I hate guys. Because they seriously. hate what's going to happen. I can't say. Like, I'm like, I'm just staying silent at this point because yeah. you're like running it, which is fine. But I also I need like, to talk to, you, to Alicia about this. Later. Yeah. yeah. Pull her aside. Because I can't talk to her about Y'all this. Y'all chat without me on your drives home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so in the book, Bridget shows up with her. Yeah. 
But that doesn't happen in the, Not the show. Okay. No. Okay, I mean, there's really no reason. Like, Bridget, I mean, she's from the witch trial. She's, like, the beginning of the family, kind of. Yeah. Bridget she's Bishop. There. Yeah. Bridget Bishop. Yeah. The and then she's just there to be, like, she keeps saying, be careful, girl. I think she's it's kind real of, like, helpful, trying to Bridget. warn her from, like, yeah. making that, like, But um, it's, like, she's your goddess. Yeah. But still, like, any sort of, like, agreement like that, there's a price, and it's kind of, like, you don't know what the price is going to be. And and yeah. even the goddess And I think says, they're even kind of worried, like, you know. There's a price. Like, you this, have to pay a price. Like, if you right. save his life, right. there's a price to yeah. pay. Right. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> but I think she, like, Bridget knew that, like, she may not be thinking clearly, and so that's why she's trying to be like, hey, like, just make yeah. sure this is what you're going to really want to do, because, like, you may not like the price you get asked to pay later. Right. Like, at all. Right. That's the risk. Yeah. So anyway, so she does it, and then Matthew feeds on her, yeah. and then Matthew almost kills her. Matthew's yeah. also, like, this happens outside against, like, that big apple tree that's mm-hmm. been, like, on their family farm forever. Yeah. And yeah. whenever this is all done, like, the tree is, like, drained of its own life. Yeah. So it saps the tree of life. (laughs) Maybe that will come into play later. I don't know. I think it was just that it was important to the family. Yeah. I guess. Um, Matthew lives, and then they have to save Diana because now she's in peril. Yeah. And now they save Diana, and then she has to recover, and Matthew has to, like, go hunting to get her scent out of him. Yeah. I was like, how dramatic can you be? Uh, But he goes and drinks some Elks or something, and he's fine. Um, And so then it's just, like, recovering, and that's when he's like, we should time walk. Mm -hmm. And then... They come up with a plan. They get the three items, and and then they're like, "Let's do it on All Hallows Eve because that's like the the thinnest veil, as my mother would say, between the living and the dead." And so, um, they're like, "Let's do it then." And then the rest of this book could just fucking be over at this point because we know they're gonna go in the past. It's just a lot of hanging out again. It's more hanging which out. Which is, oh, I was so annoyed. I told Alicia, I was like, they're signing power of attorney documents. Like Hamish shows up, love Hamish. Yeah, this completes like our three demons that we need. Um, he, he shows up and he's like, "How do you want your will to be executed?" I'm like, "Who fucking cares? Am I at work right now, Hamish? Because this is what it feels like right now. I am like <laughs> at work right now, and I don't want to be at work, Hamish. Okay, yeah. I don't want to think about a." documents i don't want to think about trust i don't want to think about any of this shit you know what i want to think about is going back in the past and fucking around yeah and becoming a powerful witch mm-hmm. but no so the rest of this book is basically like four chapters of dragging ass as they prepare to time walk one time on all souls day yeah and so they do end of book <laughs> so it gets to, and everyone goes away like her aunts have gone to stay with matthew's mother all in the book they actually go Oh, they go on like the, some a sort trip of with their friends who were. They with their end friends. up at Septuor. They do, but, but like their Septuor. friends happen to call them up sure. and they're like, "Hey, how about you go on this road trip with That's us?" Right. Which works out well because the congregation's gonna be looking for them, so it's yeah. kind of like they're not gonna be there, and then they end up at Yasbos. So it's not no. a direct, yeah, link. What a, they're gotcha. going there? So everyone has to scatter basically. That's so yeah. Alive. They don't want them to know they're like in a conventicle. Mm-hmm. A conventicle. <laughs> So it's very secretive. Yeah. Um, and then, like, in the show, at, like, the end, it's, like, the congregation, like, Peter Knox and Zatu are, like, at the house trying to get to them right before they time walk. That doesn't happen in the books at it all. It does not happen. Uh, but once again, these are changes in the show that I like. Yeah. And so I know that, like, Sue specifically had a lot of issues with the book. And I, I get that. I obviously, I it's, obviously it's also I had just, issues I, with certain parts yeah. of the book. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said... 
Um, the um, sad part is, I think this was my favorite of the three books. Oh, the first one was? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, we're doing all three, you guys, so I'm yeah. in for it. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, I, I really like the book, and I obviously had my I issue. I've chilled as much as it does not sound that way, I've chilled the fuck out <laughs> from where I was when I first read it, and I made my angry Instagram story post um, at, like, 3 a.m. <laughs> but um, I really, I did enjoy it. The show, and I feel fucked up for saying this, and I feel like a horrible person, a horrible writer, a horrible reader, a horrible person for saying this, but I like the way they showed it better. Yeah. I feel like the show took a good book, a yeah. good book that I enjoy, and they were like, you know what, let's get rid of some stuff that doesn't matter mm-hmm. and let's bring in some other elements that are just kind of shoved at the end and let's make them more interesting. Yeah. Let's develop Juliet's character. Let's develop Domin- Dominique's character. Domenico. 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 He's hot in the show, by the way. Is let's he? develop nice. Domenico's character and maybe he has some plot. Maybe he's seven. plotting against Peter Knox. Maybe Peter Knox is mm. evil to statue as well. Like, maybe there's a lot of other stuff mm. going on inside of this congregation that we don't see in the books at all and so from episode one we get statue she's being brought into the congregation mm-hmm. we get juliet she's just fucking crazy in venice trying to kill jews that reminder of matthew you know like we get introduced okay. to these other characters and we see kind of where they're at and then we have a development of them okay. and then at the end when they show up in madison new york to try and kill one of the two of them or both <laughs> preferably probably it makes more sense yeah. than then this, this is my crazy ex-girlfriend who's also a vampire and she's come to kill us now you know yeah and or like i'm just a random witch whose name you don't remember and i'm going to abduct you to a weird castle and so i yeah. felt like it took a like a really good book and it made it like just kind of make more sense along the show and you unfortunately do miss things even mm-hmm. though it's an eight eight hour program yeah <laughs> you do miss things and it probably doesn't take it doesn't take eight hours to read this book okay but you do miss things um do you think it does i think it's it took me like 20 hours to get through audible oh, audible i feel like it's harder because they have to read it to you yeah but i feel like if you're reading you read faster than if you hear that's true you know what i mean I could be wrong. It may be the same. I don't know. I I've read this book in a week. She does. She does all the accents and stuff too. So it kind of like draws it out a bit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and Matthew Good is just handsome, and he kind of like forgives Matthew. I sense. hope. I hope he'll. I don't know what. I just. I don't know. You what have to it watch is. the show. So before the next recording, which is like a week from now, yeah. you need to watch. I will the show. try to watch the show. It's a week from now. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's. It's. Sometime <laughs> I'll look at my dates in July, um, because okay. I just made sure that we scheduled all of them uh, because I also have to go to town in July and yeah. I like don't want to deal with that and so it's easier <laughs> if I don't deal with it and instead we just do a lot of podcasts gotcha. but instead I have to do both uh, but I think I did it for the 7th I don't know my calendar just says clean cat boxes so it's not very <laughs> the 6th it's uh, July is it, 6th is it the 6th Woo. yeah so it's Ooh, a... it is shadow of oh, night I might be out of town is that right. Sunday is it's it Saturday. Saturday I'm gonna be in Chicago ah We'll come to Chicago, too, and we'll record this okay. podcast. I love Chicago. <laughs> um, no, um, maybe we'll do – I can do Sunday, too, if that works. Just – we'll figure it out. We'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out. Shortly, we'll be doing the second book, and whatever it is, the sixth, the seventh, sometime in the future. Yes. Um, just <laughs> – we'll all sort it out. Maybe we'll just go to Chicago together and eat deep dish and talk about this book, because I would also cool. be down for that. Yeah. I'll just borrow someone's laptop. Yeah, <laughs> that works. So, anyway, but I think that we're at the end of this book, basically – yeah. Um, I'm going to finish The Shadow of Night. I'm on, like, chapter five. I hate 
Christopher Marlowe, but also I hate the book Dr. Faustus, so this is not like a surprise yeah. for me. Or the play. I think it's a book and then a play. I'm not a fan of the story. Um, that's irrelevant and probably a personal apology to the real Christopher Marlowe who wrote this book who I don't know and don't really have any and he's not like on. a demon in real life either. He's not a demon in real life. And <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> and maybe who is this big of a dick. I have no way of knowing. Yeah. Um, but oh, another thing that bothers me. Okay, this bothers me. <laughs> like Matthew is like, we need to talk about the wine. Like the things we like about Matthew. Oh, like, that's right. He's like so cultured. He's like handsome and he's rich and he has like but all this knowledge. But like, like I was saying before, he comes across as like instead of to me, like, this is totally this has to be my thing. I don't know why. <laughs> I want to like it. I really do, and I do like it. But anyway, he's supposed to be this super sexy, like you were saying, cultured, rich vampire. But to me, he seems like he just treats her like his little daughter. That's creepy. And like oh, in the wine cellar, in the wine cellar. Like, yeah. he takes her in. He's like, look at my fancy wine that happens to be in my college where I don't teach, but I'm a professor. And let's and he's, he says, let's continue your education, which is the creepiest thing to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, my husband has never said, let's continue your education. Well, you are both professors either. Maybe this is dirty professor yeah, talk. Yeah, so maybe it's a I thing mean, in the professor world. It's I kinky. It's like, let's pull out your like, chalk and let's get schooled. And then, like, when she's she's on the horse in Septor, and she's like, I'm going to jump that fucking fence. And he's like, young lady, if you jump that fucking fence, I am going to take away your privileges. Like, that's what it felt like. (laughs) He felt like he, instead of being sexy protective to me, it felt like he was treating her like a little kid. And it's like, she has a fucking PhD. Like, leave her alone. But she's still super immature, even with her PhD. Even with it, and in the like, and I think half of this is Audible, and I'm sorry, Audible, but I'm gonna blame you for part of this because be. I feel like a lot of times when you have stuff with the books, it's because it's the way they're <laughs> it read might out loud, be. and that's whoever's interpretation is reading it. It might totally and be that's their stuff, yeah. Right? Because I didn't read it that way in the books. No, I didn't in either. The books, she's like, I'm gonna jump this fence. I can jump this fence, and then also I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the giant horse out that he said it's gonna kill me. I'm gonna take it out because well, I'm that, good with horses. I hated that too because she's like, I feel in tune with this horse, and he's like, Leave that fucking horse alone. She's like, I'm in tune with this horse. But at the same time, have you ever been around a dangerous horse that can kick you and murder you at once? I have. They're terrifying. Yeah, but it seemed like she knew if she was you doing know, it. Like, if I had a dog, like a big dog. Okay, I have dogs. They're small. They're, They're totally tiny. sweethearts. They're yeah. adorbs. But, like, let's say I had a giant ass, like a Rottweiler or something scary. Yeah. And then I was like, this dog has bit seven people. Okay? <laughs> like, yeah. obviously that would not work. But if I was like, this dog is insane. Like, I know this dog yeah. will seem, like, almost like a cat will seem nice to you one moment. And then the next moment will snap uh, at your face. Yeah. And then you were like, I'm very in tune with this dog, and I'm going to snuggle on it on a couch. I would okay, be like, get the get fuck it. away from my dog, Susie. It's a very dangerous dog. It's bit seven people. And you were like, listen, Ashley, I'm very good with dogs, and I'm fine with it. And I would be like, then sign this little paper that says you can't sue me when you're getting stitches in your face. You know? Valid. So that's how I felt because I, like, and it's probably because I'm kind of freaked out by horses that are really big um, because I've seen them do things and I've been on a very dangerous horse I felt named Hans that did not like me at all Hans hated me <laughs> probably feel your anxiety if Hans you don't like horses yeah um yeah that time that you were like let's go horseback riding and I was like let's not do that um <laughs> and I was like let's go zipline and you're like nah also I was like I tried also scared of heights I but tried. yeah because I had a horse named Hans and he was very big and he was very willful 
And he was very into Rosie the horse, who was very much in heat. And my friend Ray was on Rosie the horse, and we were in Australia going down some sort of weird, like, outdoor woods path. And Hans kept trying to hop on Rosie. And Ray's just like, look, they're friends. And I was like, my horse is trying to fuck your horse, and we're both going to die. You know? And I would pull the reins back, because they teach you, like, how to, like, you know, send the signals to the horse, and they're like, just pull on the reins. I would pull the reins, and he would whip his head forward to rip the reins out of my hands. And then he would, like, do whatever he wanted. And I was like, and this was supposed to be a nice beginner horse. But Hans did not like me, and I was afraid of Hans, and Hans wanted to get on Rosie, and Ray just thought it was the best of times. And so that was the relationship of horses. Nice. And that was the last horse I was on, you guys. Nice. So not a fan of horses. Yeah. She's not. Mm-mm. Nope. So, gotcha. yeah, when he was like, stay away from Balthamus, or whatever, like, demon name this horse has. And she's like, I'm very in tune with horses. I was like, this horse will kill you. I think you it was Balthazar. Don't... Balthazar. <laughs> it might have been. Yeah. And he's like, stay away from that horse. It is dangerous. It will kick through that door if it feels like it and she's like it went with me and i was like this is this is fucked up you know (laughs) so i felt like sometimes and the the thing where she's like i'm gonna jump the paddocks i'm just thinking of like gone with the wind you know what i mean where it's like don't let her jump the thing and then she jumps the thing and they're dead well she's like a five-year-old kid i know but like (laughs) To Matthew, you know what I mean? This is like a frail. He's also frail as a five-year-old kid to Matthew. You know what I mean? He's also made her wear like this weighted vest (laughs) because, of course, she weighs nothing because all heroines in these books are like tiny and petite and beautiful. Um, Anyway, (laughs) that doesn't bother me at all. Um, (laughs) And like the helmets, which I guess are fine, but I don't know. (laughs) This is dorky helmet that she. (laughs) So anyway, Anyway. I felt like some of the concern, although maybe overreaching, like when. Jay is old enough for you to put her on roller skates. You're going to get her knee pads and elbow pads, even if she yeah. thinks it's stupid. You're going to make her wear a helmet because you care about her and you don't want her to die and yeah. fall and break her temple or whatever. True. So I, I feel but like My it's just child is not a 30-something-year-old. But if your 30-something-year-old PhD acts as stubborn and willful as a four-year-old, you might be like, I'm going to dress you up in armor before you can sure. get on a horse. so i see both i see both sides i do i absolutely do but um i feel like a lot of it is audible and i it might be also none of that happens on the show at all (laughs) okay i do i like it's funny because the the reader is jennifer ikeda who is the reader of the first court of thorns and roses um for some reason she only does like the first two and not after that and it's weird but i started listening to it and it was right after we listened to thorn of thorns and roses and i'm like but i just want fair i know reading this book <laughs> because she's because she reminded me of farah because yeah. she was farah that might also be part of it but then while she does amazing with the voices mm-hmm. like she's really good i it she probably does she's acting yeah. so she's bringing her Flair her thoughts it. and her yeah so her interpretation of whatever yeah. it is yeah, I definitely like texted you, and I was like, "I miss recent favorite." Yeah, and you were like, "Me too." I, I like, think at oh. one point early on, I even yeah. compared Matthew to Tamlin because like <laughs> he's just so controlling. Yeah, I feel like I like this book series better than the two of you, or more than two of you, because I read yeah. it like three years ago. Maybe before yeah. we read this other book series that, that might, clearly Ashley's quite addicted to, and so yeah. I mean, I really like this book series too. Reese has read us for all of our male characters. I think that's what it is. Like it I, I, I read this book, and it was something fresh and different than like yeah. some of the other stuff I'd read, and I thought yeah. it was interesting. 
And now we're going to spin now she's like, this is a crap book. This is no, the worst no, book. No, I don't think it's crap. We're no, just I mad like at it. it. I like it, but I just, I have problems with certain parts of it. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I think it's just different, though. If I read Twilight, now, like, I'm not going to ever read Twilight again. <laughs> we should read Twilight. Because thinking about, no, thinking about <laughs> that, like, I loved it in high school. Mm-hmm. But, re- and I mean, high school is different college. than three years ago. It was college. <laughs> well, the last one was college. Nope. Okay, whatever. It was all college, Susie. <laughs> was for sure college. So I was in college when I started that it. That was still, like, ten and years ago. And that's when ago. I got her into it. Was. it. Yeah. But I would hate that series now. Yeah, I would well, yeah, hate it. I can't, I can't watch the movies. Yeah. Ashley's rewatched all the movies. I did rewatch and them all recently. I can't really. do it. Yeah. And this is so much better than that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't know. I think I I don't know why my brain is not into it. I like it. I do. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fair. But fun. almost every page I'm groaning about something, <laughs> especially like yeah. in the last. But yeah. Well, There's I look forward to getting me. there. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait. Okay, Alicia. Can't wait. You have to be the voice of, like, but oh, this is no. why. It's you have good. to tell us the positive. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> to get a word in edgewood, so I'm just, like, just going to drink more. I'm going to bring more wine next time. Get <laughs> wasted. And just sit you in the corner. Spend, she has to spend the night next time. Yeah. Oh, she can no. get wasted. <laughs> I want to stay the night. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like my own bed. I want to stay the night in your fucking house. I like my own bed. I got a little Emma to take care of. All right. This is also, I feel like our our uh, issues have made this twice as long as normal. <laughs> it for sure has. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Truly. plot is not what made this a long episode at all. Yeah, all right. Our... Well, I think we're going to wrap this up as I think we've traumatized Alina. <laughs> we do like it. I it's like it. What book. would I rate it? I would rate it a four, actually. I would actually rate this book a four. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> I mean... I was going to say a four, personally. I was going to say a two and a half. Oh, wow. <laughs> See? The truth comes out. Oh, that's fine. Wait, that's okay. no. I have to go somewhere with it. I'm going to say a three and a half. That's good. Because yeah. you said you like this one the, the most of this series. <laughs> so say that two and a half for the third book. Also, I feel like... I mean, I I listen to this stuff while I do Painful. other things. Maybe I self maybe it's different. Room to I'm gonna read down. it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad. I recommended this series no, too. No, I really really like it. No, I really really like it. Like I literally was posting before I got to the stupid baby part that yeah, I wanted you like, did really like it. I was like I want Matthew Claremont to carry me around all the fucking time. Like that would be great in my life. <laughs> this is like some handsome guy to like carry me around and be like you can't walk and I'd be like I hate walking and that would just be great for my life. Okay. <laughs> It's also kind of fun when we disagree <laughs> about things. She apparently, Alicia apparently doesn't agree. <laughs> and then I read the part about the vampire witch baby, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it just lit a, it lit a very specific fire well, in me. Well, also in defense, and we're not going to get into it, but Mom also threw some spoilers out, so that kind of pissed really? Ashley off a lot. It, didn't, it pissed you off way more than me. So um, don't spoil things, kids, don't, for your friends. We, we try the most to not spoil things, which is why I'll be adding a spoiler alert to the yeah. end of this episode, as per usual. Um, but either way, I would give this book a four. I really enjoyed it. I also super enjoyed the show. Watch mm-hmm. the show. It is, like, on demand right now in the States uh, if you have cable on AMC. And if not, I mean, you can get it on Amazon, but you have to pay for it. And I know that you can probably get it through. It's on BMC as well, uh, BBC, and it's on Sundance. BBC and Sundance, apparently. So, yeah, whoever your cable providers might, like, have some effect on that. Or if you don't have cable, you might have to buy through Amazon. But either way, it was super duper good and romantic and fun. And I look forward to reading the next one, Shadow of Night. 
And Alicia's <laughs> super excited for Susie and I to get into that book. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.